Welcome to episode 196 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, the spellbook closes with Warlock 3, End of Innocence from 1999. Welcome everyone to the movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm, I'm Adam. Damn it! I'm Magical Maddie. I was going like I had two cracks. So at this what people don't know <laughs> is we had to restart this episode because there was an insane storm. Well, it's still raging outside. It, Let's it hope is. it doesn't yeah. affect this again. It was pretty uh, dramatic though when it ended, and and Maddie basically uh, he wanted he, the same thing happened. He wanted to call himself Magic Maddie or Magical Maddie, and it didn't happen. Yeah. That was worth us doing this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah we we lost power. It was, it was a blackout for a bit here. Um, the power is back. We're doing this again. Let's hope you know crossing our keep fingers power. that uh, wait, wait we can keep the power. do you think the warlock curses because you were kind of like talking shit about like like earlier maybe do you think that's what's going on <laughs> well I'm gonna probably do it again <laughs> okay uh, no I, I am gonna apologize to listeners if you're just tuning in this is you know we're, we're covering the last of the, the trilogy of the warlock films I didn't realize there's a big cult following behind this film and the series of films at least the first two first one for sure and I, I kind of yeah I was not too kind on them but uh yeah sorry because i didn't realize <laughs> i didn't realize there's fans out there for these you know they say there's a fan for everything right so um that still feels yeah, like that, i'm shitting on them yeah 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 that was the most condescending apology i have ever heard you know that right that's, that's all, no i'm sorry your taste is terrible like <laughs> you'll the, the listeners will hear when they hear all the slasher stuff that i like the bad slasher yeah. stuff but um yeah no and i do apologize you know especially you know rp uh, julian sands mm. it, it you know it, it we kind of did this uh you know as uh yeah, memorial, memorial to him, and also these are just films we've been wanting to check out. Mm. Well, um, I, I really dig the you've first been wanting. One. To I've, check been, out. I've, I've owned them on the best strong <laughs> Blu-ray. Been wanting to rewatch them, and uh, this was kind of like the I'm, motivation. I'm to fairly do so. positive if this didn't come up that I would never have watched even the first one. You would have checked out the first one if for we did. Sure, right? If we did a 1989 series or something, yeah. probably that would be in there. But. Even like like October, you'd see that like I check out Warlock. That might Maybe. be interesting. Like. But then I probably would do not pass go from that. Yeah, of course. I yeah, they're like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know. And if again, I uh, even at that point, I think you would win. Spoilers. I, I didn't care much for this movie. And the second movie, I, 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 there was like we talked about it last week. Yeah, like I, know. I, I, I may go back. I'm not. I, I, it's very <laughs> unlikely. I, I will go back say, like, and we talked about it. <laughs> They're not great movies, but there's some great sequences mm-hmm. in them. Like, I'm going to always remember yes. that Picasso scene. I'm going to always remember yeah. the, the birthing fun house scene, scene, the funhouse scene, which, again, are all from part two, yeah, which hey, is man. why I like part two better. But uh, <laughs> um, the movies themselves as a whole, 
eh, mm. you know, um, and, and and part three unfortunately doesn't even have those sequences to hold it to you know get you excited about it. But again, I'm sure there's a fan out there of this film. I, I looking at I was reading when I was doing the research for this episode. Um, reviewers at the time, at least from like horror sites and stuff, dug part three. Oh, really? It seems like you know, looking at Letterboxd or IMDb, Adam was saying that you know maybe maybe that's not the case anymore. That number has dropped. But it seemed like when this one came out, people were kind of praising, especially um, the the lead actor. I can't think of his name. We'll talk about him in a bit. Yeah, performance and and. You know, I, I kind of see some of that. Um, but anyways, we'll talk about Warlock 3 in a little bit. Yeah, right um, now, we got to talk about what's coming up next week. Well, yeah, we've been talking about it. Uh, we just did our, our big uh, Best of 2007 series. That was a yep. couple episodes ago. The other big episode we had this year, we we, we like to punish ourselves and, and challenge ourselves with two huge episodes. We have our 200th episode coming out. And uh, we decided, and by decided, I mean I forced upon you guys <laughs> the top 100 slashers. So starting next week, it's going to begin with... So it wasn't top 50, top, top 100. 100. Top 50 has been done by their podcast, but no one has done the top 100 that I could find. So, um, But yeah, we're going to start next episode. It's going to be a countdown from Should 100 to 76. call the Guinness Book of World Records people to come yeah. down? Or are they just going to like take <laughs> oh, our word uh, for they're it? They're already coming. Okay, you already emailed them? Good, good, good. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a big countdown for the next four episodes, and then the 200th will be 25, I guess, to number one. Um, I'm always more excited personally if like the, that's where the gems are, the right? Like, oh yeah, you like Halloween, oh, of course. Everyone knows you about like Black the big Christmas. Guns, but I'm sure, who knows? I'm sure there's going to be some surprises in in the top 25 as yeah, well. Give but, me the uh, pledge nights. Give me the uh, the hide and go shrieks. Um, the, uh, but yeah, either way, because of that. I've been watching almost nothing but slashers. You guys have watched a lot. Yeah, we should talk about some of these Jump slashers. In it, buddy. Uh, what yeah. have you watched, Adam? Uh, so I what I watched um, is is one that I wasn't. I'll start with something I wasn't that excited about. This is uh, from uh, 1989, Grave Robbers, which I think Kyle, you, you know, it, it was a uh, was one October you were really mm. excited about this, and I can kind of see yeah. why. Um, well, Vinegar Syndrome released uh, two films from this. He's a Spanish director, and people were kind of excited about them. They have great some of the greatest covers out there. Mm. That's what sold me, and but people were praising them, and I checked them out. I personally loved both of the them. The atmosphere was it awesome. It seems you, yeah, the atmosphere in both of them. But um, my biggest, so this is a bunch of teenagers. They go to uh, a graveyard, and they're going to be grave robbers, and and they get into a crypt. <laughs> As you do, like when you're like a teenager who hasn't robbed a grave every night. Well, again, isn't right? they're looking for treasure or something, isn't it? Yeah. Or? So the one is some clairvoyant or something, uh, and and she says, if we dig here, we're going to get a lot of stuff or whatever, and then they go into this. Uh, kind of secret crypt. It's all very cool. I love all the stuff in the graveyard. Um, the teenagers, whatever. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I, I found found like the set piece amazing, and, and like you said, Maddie, the atmosphere is amazing. I love all that setup. I love kind of where I think it. You know where they're taking it. The first few kills are very cool. Once they get it back, they leave the graveyard. Is, is you know the thing? It's kind of funny because you dislike it when it becomes a slasher. <laughs> I just find it's kind of like there's no really, te- there's no real tension after that. There's no, I don't find any. But you get of the some kills. cool like kills. Isn't he chopping off heads and shit with the axe? Or uh, I think there's one of those. That's earlier. That's when they're still in the woods. Uh, he does do do some yeah. more chopping because that's he's got this big kind of axe thing. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't. I didn't really love it. Um, I, I didn't find it went crazy enough for me. Like I thought, there's a couple moments where it starts going. Wow, that that's kind of a crazy idea. I wonder if this is gonna keep going down mm-hmm. that lane and just didn't. So I'm gonna give it six out mm-hmm. of uh, out of, of ten. 
And by, by the way, the director is Ruben Galindo Jr., I think is how you pronounce it. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got a couple other films that uh, I've heard pretty good things about too. So hopefully Vinegar Syndrome keeps popping them out in his filmography. Um, I guess I should jump in because yeah, I watched a, ton, a right? shitload. Uh, I'm going to try to race through these. I did uh, Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop 2. I didn't get to the third one. Um, these are films I've owned for a while. I think Maniac Cop 2 and 3 I actually bought. I like sold, Blu-ray. Bought a Blu-ray, <laughs> sold, still sealed with like the lenticular they, covers. The good thing is I got okay. pretty much more, the same as what I paid, if not more, um, and then bought them on 2K. Uh, the first one's not on 2K, unfortunately. But the, uh, directed by Bill Lustig, of course, of Maniac fame. He also is the uh, the owner of the Blue Underground, who puts out you know a lot of great mm-hmm. re- physical re- media releases. Uh, dr- uh, written by Larry Cohen, and then stars Tom Atkins, Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell, Robert Zarr, who's the Tango and Cash villain with the big chin. Mm. Um, he almost like doesn't need much makeup. To he, play. he does not like. He looks He's exactly got an like interesting, American Dad. Uh, unique look to him. Uh, Richard Roundtree's in a cameo there from Shaft, and then also Sam Raimi's in a little cameo as well. Um, this is just this fun movie where this maniac cop is going around and murdering random citizens. Uh, Bruce Campbell's in there. He's a cop that gets framed for the murders. And then Tom Atkins believes him and he's investigating and, and trying to you know, Get figure to out end. who's actually behind it. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about this. Just I was. They don't really give I was much of a backstory, do they? Just kind of, they go a, a little cop. bit into why, you know, how he became maniac cop. And why he's angry, but it it doesn't matter. It's just mm. I don't know. I, I dug this film. I don't. There's a choice they make in like the last twenty minutes, which I you know mm. I feel like you know I wish they didn't because I feel like those last twenty minutes aren't as interesting as what came before. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the first song. I'm gonna give it seven and a half. Now, Maniac Cop two from 1990. This is actually considered by many to be the best of the series. I think most people actually like two and three better than part one, which is rare. Um, and I can see like it, it's it's got a bigger budget, bigger set pieces. Mm. You can definitely more explosions. See. Yeah, that's exactly it. It pretty much is more of an action movie than a horror movie, and that's why maybe I didn't like it as much. Um, I would even argue that I haven't seen part three, but part two is not a, excuse me, not even a Sasha film. It's not even drinking, folks. <laughs> this is a yeah, he's drinking of, his own Kool-Aid over there. <laughs> um, I would argue part two is not even a Sasha. Um, but uh, yeah, th- this one, they start going into... Whereas you were talking about the origin story, I kind of like that they don't—they just give you a little bits. Yeah. This one, they really go into it, and not only that, you find out that oh well, maybe he's innocent, and he was framed by these greedy mm. politicians, and it's like we have an innocent, good maniac cop. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> right. Like, it, I just want a maniac cop. I, <laughs> it's him trying to like, yeah. I, I didn't like. I, I thought the story and all this was bad. They introduced the serial killer who's murdering prostitutes, and he befriends the maniac cop, and they team up, and it just all felt silly to me. Yeah, I didn't like this one as much. Uh, I'm going to disagree at the masses because I'm the uh, horror hipster. Yeah, a horror hipster. Ha- Halloween, Halloween, Halloween hipster. hipster. Um, but I, will, I, I do agree. It all does look bigger. There's some great crazy set pieces. There's one where a woman is tie, uh, chain, uh, handcuffed. handcuffed Sorry, to a steering wheel of a car. But on the outside. On the outside. It's and awesome. then the car, the car is pushed down a hill. So it's going down. It's smashing. Cars are flipping explosions and she's trying to like survive hanging off and climbing into the car it's insane there's another one where the maniac cop is all on fire and he's going around attacking people while on fire it's like this crazy five minute sequence um i i can understand why people like all that stuff one where he goes into the 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 police uh station and is blowing away all the cops with machine gun um yeah i'm gonna give this one six out of ten uh i didn't love it as much as people but uh, that's such a steep Drop, eh? After the first one for you? For me. Um, yeah. Again, 
I'm the minority. So I, I think, you know, if you'd like the first one, maybe check out the other two. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to still check out three, but probably not for the top 100 slashers because we're down to the last week. We're and down I, the yeah. wire. Down I got to really pick. Uh, so what did you watch, man? I watched a movie that uh, it's not a slasher, but I thought it was going in. Have you guys seen Castle Freak? No. It's Stuart Gordon's movie based on, I guess, a Lovecraft oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't this seen this, but I, I know this. Family what inherits about. this castle, and there is this fellow who has been tortured, uh, mutilated, and maimed for the past 40 years, locked in the dungeon. He somehow gets out and wrecks hell upon this family. And So it's and not a slasher. It's a monster movie, which is kind of weird. Like, he doesn't really seem like a person like i don't know I, I think you could almost you th- this is it, one of those it did ones not feel like a slasher it felt like so a monster this has been movie. the constant struggle yeah. of this what is a slasher yeah. what isn't a slasher i've got two yeah. movies that i'm going to quickly talk about as well and and mm-hmm. one is road games with uh stacy keach and a young jamie lee curtis yeah young jamie lee curtis does he say i i'm not here to fuck spiders because it's australian right yeah. And that's the thing that they say in Australia. Like, hey, man, do you want to buy this van? Like, well, I'm not here to fuck spiders, am I? He didn't say that. Uh, what about this? Fair Dinkum? Did he say that? No, no. <laughs> okay, well. He does have a dingo uh, as as his pet. Well, that's kind of awesome. But maybe it's a dog. Maybe it's a dingo. Hey, the, man, that's Fair Dinkum. And it, but it opens up very psycho-esque with a, you know, how it's kind of shot in a hotel room. And, there you know, there's this kill with a guitar string, and, and, and that seems to be his weapon of choice, a guitar <laughs> string. But there's very few kills. Like, you get a sense that there's been lots of kills, but the, other than that first sequence, then it turns into this road movie, but then there's, like, this sense of some POV stuff that he's there mm. all the time. Is there a chase sequence at the end? or Yes. Yeah, I, th- that's one, I mean, if I was... I, I, I'd have to re-watch, read up on it again. It's been a while since I've seen it. I would maybe count it as a slasher, but I don't know. But the chase sequence is also everything's in cars a yeah. lot of time. But then there's a there's like they're out of the cars for the last little bit, and it's it's just an odd movie. Mm-hmm. In is there general. kills throughout the film though while they're in the car? Uh, Not really. No. So like there's inferred stuff that's going on, and maybe mm. there's a kill, or maybe there's not, and like there's hmm. there's definitely like some stuff that has happened, but it's not like a. And this is sometimes with slashers. They don't show actually as much. Mm. Not all slashers are all like... Guts and gore. Guts and gore, like the, the what you think of a slasher. Mm. And then the other one was... Did you mention that? Yeah, that, that film's directed by Richard Franklin, too, who's got a whole... Like, he did Psycho mm. 2. It, it, I'm Pat, sure that's Patrick, why he got Psycho uh, 2, which... Yeah, uh, just good, good stuff. Link with, with the killer APs. For horror fans, he's done, a, mm. he's done a bunch of stuff. And the other one is White of the Eye, and, and the, it basically, you know, it has all the kills. It has all of these, like, very slasher POV moments, but it also just, like, it's some, it's like a black comedy at some times. It's a family drama. It's a s- weirdo spiritual thing. Dirty. It's just so, such a weird, like, combination of was 80s Ed, ideas. Eddie Vedder doing any songs in the background? There was no, no Eddie Vedder in this uh, one, but you could imagine that yeah. in, in this. This one, for me, felt more like a slasher, but isn't always, you know, brought up as a slasher sometimes, mm. because I think some of the thriller aspects, but it's got a big chase at the end. It's got all the, the stuff that you I think, think serial. it's a serial killer movie, or? Yeah. 
because th- those are the hard ones too. Like mm. you know, but it's it's like a the serial killer stuff is almost like the idea of it, and it's in this small area now where stuff it might be going on. Anyways, I like I think reading up on that one, that one may be considered a slasher. I think you could probably count that one. I think mm-hmm. I've been leaning that way. There's more people way. saying it's a slasher. Again, I usually will type in the title is blah 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 slasher and see if the out of the first top ten, if like most people are saying it is. If you have to really go to the second or third, but then page. you get weird things we were talking about off off uh, off mic, like Death Proof. That's on I all of these lists as a slasher, and I never even would have considered mm-hmm. that. I think that's only because Tarantino mentioned in an interview that it's like his slasher. He wanted to do a slasher, so this is it's not. I don't think he calls it a slasher. I think he says it's it has slasher elements, right? He's, it's a film he made that has slasher elements, but it's. But then it there's we were saying, oh, you can't, you, you got to take out Supernatural, but then Final Destination, which is always considered. I don't a think slasher. you have to take out Supernatural because Nightmare on Elm Street's Supernatural. Yeah, right. I think again, it, it depends. Like, you know, a haunted house film, Amityville definitely has a different vibe to it than Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, one right. is like a supernatural character in dreams, killing various teens, various people. The other one is like a house that. Crazy shit. So, Maddie, you can't have Exorcist as your top slasher of all yeah. time. Exorcist three, though, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a counter, right? Uh, I doubt. I it. don't think so. But um, yeah, there's a lot of these, and then mm-hmm. Giallo's, which always blur the line. So we've talked mm-hmm. about a lot of these these things. Uh, we're gonna have a big. Uh, Big meeting of the minds yeah. next week to really yeah we gotta make- is it a slasher corner is it a slasher I just don't Who know knows? <laughs> is it a slasher Kyle does <laughs> is it a slasher? I think Death Proof is a weird one because I don't even know how you would consider like that mm. a slasher to me I I think like that character is a slasher movie character maybe if we saw more of you know mm. his kills from before but like it definitely doesn't play like a slasher you have a lot of talking. You have a death in a car where he puts the brakes, another one where he hits people, and then you have another lot of people talking yeah. from a Tarantino movie, and then you have a chase scene. Like it doesn't mm. a car and it's more of a car chase crazy scene stunt. Like it, it's not a, a it doesn't feel like a stalker Again, chase yeah. scene. I, I, I wouldn't even brought yeah. it up until I was like checking out the um, almost every single list of top slashers of the twenty first century have this list. I do find though a lot of lists, either one or from like people that <laughs> Aren't, aren't fans. I'm not slasher yeah. fanatics. It's probably their editor said put it. Or it's they're trying to they're trying to like heighten the slasher list to be like right. You know, there's there's more than just the the teen things. Yeah. You know, there's there's they always try to like add things to like I I don't know that. And I, I artistic I, merit to some of the and I think lists. there's like I don't like know. the there's there is something to that because the original like often the, considering like the. The two big proto slashers are Peeping Tom and uh, Psycho, Psycho which, which were done in, in the same year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I th- I think that there's no argument there usually that those aren't slashers or proto slashers and 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 yeah I, th- I think they're considered proto slashers, but yeah. I think for for definitely our case we'd con- I haven't seen Peeping yeah. Tom, but I, I would yeah fight Psycho I think that's even sure. more of a slasher yeah. than Psycho. Psycho? Um, I just yeah I, I mean I've I've heard a lot yeah, of the time people say death proof and how I just don't know if I see it. Kills are there in Psycho two, three right? No two. That seems like a very low body count, doesn't yeah. it? For like a slasher, but again, this is what I say proto slasher. I get it. Uh, anyways, yeah. what are you gonna use Castle Freak? Oh yeah, yeah. This is a weird movie. There's a prostitute that gets her tit bit off. Like, isn't is that is up. that Barbara Crampton? Right? Yeah, yeah. You got and it. And it's directed Jeffrey by Coons, um, my boy Stuart, Stuart Gordon. Gordon yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like this was a bit lacking for me. Like I didn't yeah. care much for it. Like no, it I've like, only seen it once. I really like Stuart but Gordon. Again, I know it has a big fan base. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it six point five. Um, and I'm gonna give uh, both road games and White of the Eye seven point five. So you might uh, we'll we'll see. We'll go into slasher corner mm. with Kyle and and see if. But Is I, it a slasher? Well, it's not like you. It's not like you guys throw up to me and I'm I'm in the final decision. But yeah, I, I what I do and well, it, take off that like judge's wig that you're wearing right been, now, <laughs> Judy. I've been stressing over this a lot myself. We talked yeah. Final Destination. Uh, um, uh, what was it? Chopping Mall, mm-hmm. uh, Blood uh, Blood Diner. Like, there's there's a lot of ones I love. Christmas Evil Slasher. I think Christmas Slasher Evil for sure. Yeah. But what I do is like, it, it, some of these I haven't seen in a while. I've been like, I'm gonna. I've been watching like ten every video I can find, all the kills, all this re- trailers, everything, and then reading up on it and trying to like. It's it, again. I take this shit mm-hmm. too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who knows me when it comes to lists, I take it way too seriously. Like. You know, it's a life or death situation. If my list is wrong, that you know I'm going to get slayed, slashed for it. But um, I do do hard yeah, like research. For, I don't for take us do, uh, doing a com- combined list. I could tell like this was it, it's uh, stressing it's, Kyle. It's out. gonna it's gonna be yeah. I, I am definitely worried when the top. To That's the top why it's going to be so <laughs> fun too. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think I'm gonna be drunk on that last. Yeah, because hypothetically, there are gonna be some odd outliers. Like I assume Pledge Night and Puppet Master Two is not gonna be on your list, yeah. where it's gonna be on my list. And you guys are gonna have to like. I think there's <laughs> gonna be some, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm just worried like when the big guns, you know, if they get. Yeah. The big guns are gonna have to have multiple votes though, to get there. I think mm-hmm. to get in the top twenty, I think you're gonna have to have two of us that yeah. have it pretty yeah. high. Um. Well, with that, uh, not a big gun. Uh, I watched Sarah Gala. A.K. Wolf from 1981. This is an Indonesian, uh, mostly known as a Friday the 13th ripoff. I just got a Blu-ray release that I was excited about. Uh, so it opens up. These men are searching for this buried treasure in the lake. And then there's a, a group of uh, young t- two women and a, their friend uh, that are also out camping out there. And they meet and blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a boat chase in there, a kung fu battle between the two women over <laughs> the men. Uh, as, as you do. A cool zombie nightmare sequence. You might be wondering, well, where is the Friday the 13th coming in? And so was I for like the first hour of the hour and a half movie. It definitely comes in the last half an hour. And I understand why they say it. There's a storm. People are getting knocked off. The ending, without spoiling too much, is definitely stolen from Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a weird one, but I always enjoy these kind of, you know, Hollywood likes to take, you know, Japanese or Italian, whatever, and and do a remake of it. It's always So it's always fun when you see the, the opposite happen. Mm-hmm. And it always ends up being something crazy. Um, I'm going to give this one, I don't think it's quite, I'm going to give it six and a half. Like, again, like getting the first hour, there's some stuff I really like, some stuff where like, eh, that last half an hour though is, is pretty great. Um, if you're, especially if you're a Friday the 13th fan. Um, I, I also did Evil Laugh from 1986. Have you Evil seen this Laugh. one? I don't think I have. So this shows how I have changed over time because this is one uh, back in the day when I was getting back into horror and I would do, I think mm. I've talked about on the show, those you know, big boxes of films for like a hundred bucks, you get 20 films. I was getting introduced to Italian horror and Argento and <laughs> That Fuji, was our Woodstock. <laughs> uh, the Burning, yeah, My Bloody Valentine, all that kind of stuff. And this is one I, I picked up around that time. And I remember, you know, you're watching all these films and then you watch this. And I, I didn't like this movie at all at the time. Um, it's definitely like C, D grade slasher. Mm. Now though. <laughs> uh, it's right up, right up your alley. Baby. Man, I, I had a blast of this. So this is directed by Dominic... Brasha Jr. He directed Hard Rock Nightmare. He's also probably most famously known as Joey, the the in the 
kid at the beginning of Friday Thirteenth Part Five that's eating the chocolate bar and gets hacked. Oh yeah, 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 starts yeah, yeah, yeah. And motion sets in motion that whole film. Um, also, interestingly, he's the one that accused Charlie Sheen of molesting Corey Haim. But then Corey Haynes' mother came on a radio and show and said, that's bullshit. It's actually this dude that molested Corey Haim. So this guy passed away. He, no one knows it's true, but those last couple of years, this mm. shit hurt his career. Um, so we'll never know what happened with all that, um, you know, that the whole Corey Haim craziness that, uh, you know, has been going on for years. Mm. And Corey Feldman throwing out hints. But um Outside of that, it's co-written, produced, and starring not Scott Bayo, but his brother Stephen Bayo. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the better Bayo. <laughs> um, anyways, there's not too much to the story. Uh, this former orphanage you you learned was closed down due to uh, accusations of abuse and molestation. But these group of doctors uh, have decided they're going to reopen it as a foster home. So they bring their friends uh, to help get it to, to uh, you know get it together. And then there's a mass killer with a maniacal laugh knocking them off. Um, I sent you guys as a Montana. <laughs> oh, yeah. The poster for this is like one of the greatest movie I put as the screen, you know, saver for my phone. Is mm. that what's called screensaver? Yeah, lock screen. Um, for my phone because it's an incredible fucking poster that's like... Look, Maddie's coming yeah, in with I, the I, I to say, like, why did I even answer that question? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the cover is like this death-looking character with a scythe and you got all these people in a forest or whatever. Then you see the killer and he has like... It's not even painted. It it's some looks kind of like a mask. Halloween mask. It looks like like the Wish version. Like yeah. you, you bought this costume and got this. They sent you this. It's fucking atrocious. But I mean, that just adds to the fun of this movie. There's fun pranks. Like again, going way too far for a prank. He cuts out a hole in the bed. So when the two are going at it in the bed, he sticks his hand through and gropes the guy's bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know, I love this kind of stuff. This movie has the greatest... I am never sleeping at your house. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has one of the greatest dance scenes. They put a tape in the player, and also, and he hits it. I think he hits it close with his ass, and they start dancing, and you get this montage that oh, has it to be Oh, it is seen. insane. It's so good. Um, There's a scene they're eating dinner, and they're eating fucking breaded heart and Rocky Mountain oysters. Any of you guys know what Rocky Mountain oysters are? They're just are? bull's balls, right? Yeah, bull testicles. I had to look it up. Um, I don't. That, this is why I love usually slashers when they go so into all these. Do yourself kind a of favor. Romp, romp, prank, theatrics. YouTube evil laugh dance yeah, sequence. Yeah. It's it's three minutes that you're gonna love. Um, I will say, like you know, outside of that stuff, it's not. It, again, this is CD grade. <laughs> there is a fun where the killer puts the guy's head, like lays him down, his head in the microwave with it open. And the guy's even commenting, like, this isn't going to work. Like, you yeah. can't work a microwave with it closed, but somehow it does and fries the guy's brain. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I dug this movie. It doesn't help that Vinegar Syndrome released it in a beautiful looking okay. Blu ray and extras and a cool cover. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Oh, uh, wow. wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> this, this jumped from me. I think I originally gave it like probably a four out of 10. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. I, I, again, just. Right mood for me, and I was just fucking having a blast of this. Just having a good. This would be a great beers and and uh, pizza movie. That's actually a smart idea. Yeah. So I watched about 1979. Don't go into the house. You guys have not seen this, right? No. 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 There is this one dude you see in flashbacks that his mom used to burn his arms on the stove whenever he did something bad because I guess his dad left him and she was an alcoholic. Blah blah blah. So like this guy is, is losing his mind constantly. Like there's one scene where he goes. He works in an incinerator. A guy, he throws a can of uh, spray paint in the incinerator. It blows up. 
a guy he's working with gets burned alive. He does nothing to help him because I guess he just freezes. He's scared of fire. Right. So his buddies are like, why didn't you do anything? And he's kind of like, uh, then like as he's like driving home, he's like, I did everything. They're the ones who stood around. You see him slowly losing his mind. Uh, he gets home. He finds that his mom is dead. But he still hears her voice saying that he's an idiot and blah, blah, blah. But he also hears So a psycho You got it. Yeah. But there's also different voices in his head telling him like, no, the house is yours now. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Play with matches. Why not like yeah. ha- have a party? Like, turn up your records. So he builds himself an incinerator in his house. He goes into town and starts luring these girls back to his place. And he burns them with a blowtorch. As he amasses these victims, he keeps the charred remains of their corpses in this house, and they're the people telling him to do different things. So this movie is batshit insane. I loved it. It is awesome. I haven't seen a movie like this ever. Like it, I, I do cool. have this on my. Uh, so mm-hmm. where did you watch this one? Uh, Tubby. Uh yeah, it was on Tubby. I like that we call it Tubby <laughs> on here because. I love that. Yeah, I think Jordan Mitchell got a. Uh, yeah, that's that. that. Uh, yeah, credit to that's Jordan Florida. Mitchell. So yeah, I, I'm giving it seven point five. Like I, I think. And you, it, you do think it's a slasher, not like a torture. I, I, I'm uh, pretty torture sure because it, it, they're not getting torched per se. You just kind of see the, uh, <laughs> and then like the next thing you see is him like talking to these girls like ah, you're gonna be you're gonna like the other girls like you're gonna be the part night bell of the ball and they can put them in there and starts chatting with them and he's going and saying like wait are you laughing at me you motherfucker you're not you're the idiot in this situation like it's awesome hmm. it is awesome there's one scene where they're at a disco party as you are and the girl <laughs> is like trying to pull him like yeah come on and dance with me come on and dance with me and as she's like pulling him it reminds him of his mom like he used to pull his arms over top of the stove he just fucking takes a candle and just whops her in the face with a candle and she gets her face all burnt off in the discotheque it's nice. fucking insane it's, it's awesome that reminds me of when uh, this bully uh, in high school uh, sorry I changed okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, uh, it was my 20th birthday party, which was uh, a little bit of an insane it's night. Show? We went, went to a place called Big Bucks in Burlington, which Ooh. is and uh, like we, a strip we, joint. We were, uh, <laughs> you guys never, you never I mean, made it way down to Burlington. I think we went to Big Bucks, but it was called something else at that point. I may have been Big Bucks. No, Big Star. You might have gone to then. That was the other one. That was the one that was. Anyways, don't need to get into yeah. that. So Sorry, this is a strip joint or this isn't? No, not no, a strip joint. Okay. <laughs> Just a bar in Burlington. Uh, I think on, we went there the for South, Halloween. On the like, South Service Road. Or, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And anyways, uh, my my buddy, this guy there, this guy that was kind of a dickhead to us in high school, and he's like, hey, hey, Scott, how you doing? He's like, hey, I'm doing so good. And then he threw alcohol at him. And then lit a match and threw that in him, at him as well. And this Whoa. was like, <laughs> like this was like, but it was like nothing. It was just like, like, but it it went on like. So he's like the fucking don't. He is don't go into the house guy. That's, is what yeah, he that is. is a, that's a does, slasher movie. In does the he have scars on his forearms? Just uh, Scott Galfell. <laughs> I know uh, Scott Galfell. Yeah. does. Sorry, was the bully the one that threw it, or the other guy? Threw no, it the on other the bully. guy threw it on the bully. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well. <laughs> That's the night that I also got actually thrown out like Jazzy oh, Jeff. Oh, you got the bums rush. Yeah. Oh. Um, onto my back. And uh, yeah, that was an interesting time. And then I haven't touched a drop of alcohol since, right? Never, never drank. <laughs> um, well, I don't have a bully going with the bully, but going with uh, Maddie, the crazy dude losing his shit. Uh, I watched Killing Spree from 1987. Uh, this okay. many confuses as a shot on video film, and I think it's it was shot 60 millimeter, but I think the the, the footage was, was lost. Bad. So like it got downgraded to the video footage. Or, yeah, yeah, like the Terrorvision again, who put out that Sarah, the one I was talking about, the Friday, yeah. Indonesian ripoff, uh, Friday Thirteenth. They put out this one too, so they, they did the best they could. Like it still looks good, 
But yeah, like I think people are confused by that. So this is this hobo looking dude <laughs> who is just super jealous, overprotective of his wife. He doesn't want her going working. Um, and you get you you get the impression it's because like he's a manly man and my wife don't work. But also mm. probably because, you know, he's very protective of her, worried about her cheating or people hitting on her. Anyways, he has his best friend over who is like this fucking 60-year-old man. <laughs> um and he goes to the door, someone goes to the door, they're having dinner, and he comes back, and they're like, she's moved closer because they're having a conversation. And he just fucking loses it because oh, of it just, uh... Kicks his friend out, don't fucking come around. So you're already like, this guy's losing And anytime he loses it, like the whole screen, they do like the LED oh, red, yeah, yeah, red yeah, yeah. lighting. It's great. This guy has, like, this could be even something, it's bad, so I don't know, Adam, but it mm. also, like, it's got, like, the, the lead actor's going to 11, and it's got some kind of weird just craziness fun um but what happens is uh he finds i guess the next day he goes to work and the, the his best friend doesn't show up and he gets home and his wife's like ah you know i'm gonna go out to the mall and he finds her diary she left on the table and it talks about that the best friend came over and she fucked him uh, oh no no not to him <laughs> so here's the thing so he could fucking of course kills this guy but then it's like he goes to work and like, oh, well, the TV broke. We got to call the TV repairman. You know, the fans are working. We got to call this. And each time he sees, you know, reads the diary. She's fucking all these people. He's got it. So it's him taking out all the people. And it, his performance is so great when he's calling them over like, yeah, like he's just, yeah the fans are working. Like this performance makes this fucking movie. Um, but, and the kills are fucking great. They're all inventive. Um, you have like a screwdriver in the head, a lawnmower death. Uh, there's one where like the fan's going and, he, and he's replaced the fan with like metal blades and he holds the guy's oh, up awesome. time for a haircut or something. <laughs> and he's doing these awesome one-liners as he's doing it. Um, he pulls the guy's intestines out and, and sticks it to like the, the TV thing to electrocute him. There's a, there's this, uh, nosy na- neighbor, old woman neighbor, and she's hilarious. She comes over and steals this fan gory magazine, but she's always like, <laughs> bugging them and t- talking to them. Uh, but there's great stuff with her. Yeah, this movie is just super fun. And of course, there's a twist to it all, though. It's maybe not what you see when right. it all seems. The last 20 minutes goes even crazier um, that it almost is like nightmarish and supernatural. And I'm not going to get into that. There's some creep show kind of references in there. Um, it, it lost me a little bit. Like I found the last 20 minutes as crazy and fun they, as they were. I preferred the other stuff where it's just him right you know people are fucking his wife and then he's like it almost feels softcore porn but it, it never shows in a nudity it doesn't it's not one of those films where it's like you know we're gonna cut to five minutes of fucking porn it never shows any of that kind of stuff um but it's definitely definitely insinuated and it, it does like the dialogue feels like a, a, an old bad porn film which is great like ah you gotta you know you gotta wire me up or so, whatever um <laughs> I'm going to, again, I I don't know how to give it because it is kind of a bad movie. It loses me a bit. I'm going to still go six and a half, but this is one I'm going to rewatch and I could definitely see it jumping to seven, seven and a half um, over time. Just because that that lead guy's performance, I think it's just such a a fun idea and I like how they they deliver it all. Like, I think this is something, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think you guys should both watch this, if not now for Shocktober. yeah, it was uh, it was a nice surprise. Well, Shocktober's just around the corner. Yeah. Uh, anything else you wanted to just? Jo- you got a lot to. Go I got through. a lot, so I won't go through them all. But yep. I do have some that I don't think will make our top one hundred that I'll, I'll run through. If uh, you guys don't have any more, I, I, I got, got I got a few. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, Memorial Valley Massacre. Um. It's exactly what you think. Memorial Day celebration. 
uh, and there's campers are at a resort. They're getting knocked off one by one. Um, f- some fun deaths in there. You have an axe attack. Uh, you know, there's someone getting thrown in those spiked, what is it called? The spiked steak pits. I think they're called punji sticks. I have no idea. Uh, no clue. Um, bamboo whip, you know, the thing where it comes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, the, the deaths are fun. This, all the characters are fun. Like, I, I kind of dug that aspect of it. Again, I think you might dig this because 1989 mm-hmm. sort of has that late 80s, early 90s feel to it. I was really digging this one. I like everything about it. Um, I, yeah, sorry. You have like the the spoiled brat shit disturber kid. Uh, the horny teens bikers show up there. There are a lot <laughs> there's of fun. There's always bikers. War veteran. Um, all the characters are fun. The problem is the killer. The killer is like this young teen in a loincloth with fake teeth and a bad wig. He's supposed to be like this primitive <laughs> like caveman type guy. Um, <laughs> like like he, he sees people having sex and he doesn't get it. So then when he tries to, he tries to like rape a girl, not realizing rape, like just trying to have sex with her because he watched them do it and accidentally like snaps her back. But yeah, he's just so goofy and he, he's like this nature loving, he sees him feeding the little animals he loves. He's just trying to, just trying to there and these people are coming in Is and Is he just like a murderous his, Tarzan? Pretty much, yeah. All he's right. a primitive caveman that people have can't come into his land and he doesn't understand right. it. Um, but he's just so goofy and there's nothing intimidating or <laughs> scary about him at all. I'm going to still give it a six out of 10. I still had fun with it. Mm. Um, all the elements, all the other elements, I think were great. I think you would dig them. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm going to quickly uh, talk about a few uh, of these that I think are going to make the top 100 for sure. I think there's a few in there that I, I think I watched with you or like... So, uh, prom night, did you guys... I did watch this, yeah. So, I love the first hour of prom night a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I like the teen and their all their problems that they're having with one another. Get that one bitchy girl who's like, where are you going? I'm going out. <laughs> like, Kyle, you often will talk about, like, the characters are so much fun, and I end up, like, kind of hating all of the people. Like, I just don't... Like they're just terrible actors, and mm-hmm. there's they're they're not making interesting choices. Like, yeah. like they're just a trope. I I I I don't need a trope. There's the tropes here, but everyone's making like kind of strange decisions a little mm-hmm. bit. And and Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome. Oh yeah, she's a she's a treasure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and she's really good. So they they they're it's gonna be this prom night. They're leading up to prom night. Prom night starts. They're they're you know there's the disco scene is the highlight. The disco <laughs> scene is incredible. The song is Which amazing. I was actually listening to something on that film, and I guess disco was done by the time that film came out. Yeah, that's what. I, I also, when they started playing disco, I was like. So the actors, when they were doing this, you're like, really? Like, we're going to do like they were embarrassed to film that. But I guess what they would have shot it when disco was still in. I don't know. From what out, I read, like, the actors were saying they were embarrassed to do it because disco was cause dead at that eight, time. Eighty is uh, disco's dead. Seventy nine. But did they film this in seventy nine? Like this is back in the day where they could film it early right, year, yeah. have it out. Like, so in maybe, six months. maybe that's that, that's they, the truth once there. that those the, the Halloween's of Friday thirteenth they were rushing these out. Like some of these were filmed in fucking twelve days. 20 this days. this is Sean Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, anyways, we'll get into the specifics, but. I've already said I don't want to get when, when it's on our list. I don't want to get into the negatives. Yeah, I don't want to talk. But today <laughs> like, I'll get like, into the negatives. What is the fella? When it becomes a slasher film, I'm just not like the set pieces. Oh, the decapitation are, is fun though. That grows in the middle. Of the- I, it's it's all the, all those things are fine, but most of the You're setups. Upset? You think that slick deserved better? 
Is that yeah, what you think? like deserve better. <laughs> I, I love that character. He's so great. But like that sequence when they're in the RV, it's terrible. Like there's no. But all the stuff with him before. The, oh, with, the, oh with, with, with him and the girl is amazing. 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 Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. But once they yeah. actually try to do a. Yeah, I, I, I don't think anyone piece. would argue. Like, I don't think that film has any good kills other than the decapitation, right? Like, yeah. I don't think anyone talks about the kills of that film. It really is a character. Or, or the actual uh, tension. The only one is the one in the school with the bitchy girl. Mm-hmm. That has some interesting elements in terms I, of the lead up. There. I do think it works on an emotional beat, though. I think there's some emotional. Stuff with the oh, ending there. Like it kind of worked for me. I don't know. I guess kind of. I think the mystery's I, the least interesting part of the movie as well for me. So that, yeah. like, if if it the intro is kind of like I forgot about and I just got into the movie. Anyways, I'm going to give it a seven, mainly because the thing that people, why like they still watch this. it, it's just be, being a slasher movie. I don't actually like the slasher movie. I just like... I don't think so, though. I think that is one of the ones that people watch for the characters. And yeah. Right. I think the slashing is... The week week is like, you know, oh, yeah. like even Leslie Nielsen plays it fantastically as like this guy who's like you can tell he's like. But why does he just disappear at the end just for a red herring? I hate that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, maybe because he's dealing with stuff. He's this a this was almost like I've got it. They've given me this fucking gold. This is gonna be uh, the one that like I can. I'm I'm looking for uh, a top twenty. Mm-hmm. Basically, right? Like when when I'm watching this, and I've had a good run, but that's not going to be it. Anyways, so I watched. So you watch that. What are you going to give it? I got to give it eight. Yeah. Two. So that that's a, I know that's a big one for you guys. And then Intruder, we all watch this, right? Oh yeah. I really like this. <laughs> it was fun, right? It's yeah, a ridiculous I, I, movie. I think you like it more than me. It is. One, I've always wanted to shoot a movie in a, a setting like that. So it's a grocery store. You see, the, this is where I don't understand, though, because I think the characters in this are pretty bland and terrible. No way! Yeah, yeah, they're, they're awesome. awesome. They're so bad, but they're so, like, No, but there's nothing interesting shot. to them. Like, they don't say anything fun. There's, anytime they talk, anytime that girl talks, well, they're, like, uh... I just uh, no, I'm. I'm I think the only thing about this film is the is the kills and the killers, and also how it's shot. It's shot amazing, Mm -hmm. like all the crazy angles where it's going into stuff. I love all. You can tell like this guy's trying to be Sam Raimi, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like that shot in the phone, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why am I looking up oh, at the yeah, character yeah. through the, the the phone? Like, you would tell he was just like, let's throw the fucking camera anywhere. It doesn't I, make sense a lot of I don't think he's at, at all anywhere close to the formalist that Raimi is. No, but yeah, I think he's a Sam Raimi buddy, right? I think he's worked well, on his films. why they got to be yeah. in, in both Raimi's You, you can tell he was Ted definitely like Ted is to, very funny in this. Uh, yeah. Um, he doesn't really have any dialogue, does he? No, he's he just like, a- acts weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Sam Raimi hasn't really nothing to do in this either. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he's kind of a straight character, though. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I mean. Bit. All the characters are pretty bland. I don't know. Well, the one guy, he's like, the guy's eating a sandwich with a head in his hand, just walking along the thing. Well, that's what I mean. The killer is fun, yeah. I well, guess. Well, spoilers, motherfucker. And, and no, I didn't say I who. I just said the st- killer. Uh, we know there's a killer. The, actual, the other owner, I think, is just like sleazy and slack. Yeah, yeah I you, just you feel, know that guy, right? I, I just feel, yeah, there's something about this one that I connected and with. And even like the asshole boyfriend, like, and even the asshole cops are amazing. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm still giving it a seven. Like, I don't yeah. think this is... I think the reason this film people talk about is the kills. I mean, the kills, yeah. there's no doubt denying, and we'll talk about it. I'm yeah. assuming it will make our top 100. The kills are some of the best in slasher. So, what are you history. guys going to give it? I go 7.5. I would probably go 7. Yeah, so we're. I only yeah, just made it to 7. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm almost seven point five, and then I'm like, would I want to watch this tomorrow? No. <laughs> like, yeah, I I think you take out the good kills. Like, if you replace them with prom night kills, this yeah, movie's yeah. like a three. <laughs> for me like it it drops to nothing i just find like the way he like i i really like there is some dynamic shooting in in the aisles um again he's not sam raimi but he's going for it he he, like someone gave me a movie i'm gonna give him everything i got and he oversteps so many times into stupidity with some of the stuff that i love it it kind of works because most of these are shot so fucking plainly and boring Mm. Uh, and and that that'll that goes into the Prowler, Maddie's oh, favorite, no. <laughs> uh, which I like the no, Prowler. I love this movie too. Um, but like Maddie, l- I really dig loves this movie. this movie. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm hoping that like the killer's great. Like you, you guys have talked about. I think Kyle, you've said this is one of your favorite looking killers, right? Yeah. Well, this film went up. I I, I talked about it last couple episodes. Yeah. It went up for me as well. The part. I at first and I forgot what you had talked about on the show, and then I like all the opening. I really I love the opening. I love mm-hmm. that sequence. I I thought, wow, this this has got some flair. This has got some jazz to it. Once they kind of fucking walk around the dark a bit again, that, a lot of people do mm-hmm. struggle with that. They, that is a main complete uh, complaint, even for slasher fans, that it it drags it. And and again, I think it depends. Like the last time I watched it, I agreed with that. This time, man, I was just in the right mood, and I'm like, give me 20 minutes and then walk around that house. I was mm. just in it. Right. I, I just think it's got a cool atmosphere. I, I, I think, liked all of it. some of that were, but he did make so, so many. Why don't you open the one door? The door with the light. <laughs> open the door with the light on. Like, what? I don't the know. F- know what you're so when they're walking around the house, there's the door where the killer is. He just walks by that door. It's the only one with the light on. Hmm. It's like. Yeah, I I, like stupidity in these movies is always something I have to check at the door. Yeah, but he does that twice in this goddamn movie. Twice, and he but then he opens up the creepy doors. He opens, but the it kind of shows you. I've not, I've seen that movie how many times? I've I never caught that. <laughs> he so. goes right to the. Uh, I made me. I thought there's one that he tried to open the door and it was locked and he couldn't. It's open It's half open. Okay, so or like a quarter open. Because I know there's definitely there's one room in that house that. Uh, yeah, he couldn't get into. Yeah, that, that, that there's there's there, but you know you got the room with the sheets or whatever. Now once it kicked back into gear, I I, I really dig it, and uh, I can see why this is a, a, a favorite. Classic. I, and the the kills again are like oh, top notch. Yeah, and Some I like I like the I like the everybody. Yeah, Tom Savini. It, it looks awesome. It's got the band in the party too, which is always any movie that has yeah, like band. you notice that in a lot of slashers. I, I, yeah. There's always a band playing because there's always some kind of party the, going this on. This and uh, Prominent have really good, uh, really good yeah. music. I yeah. Uh, seven uh, for me, yeah. but uh, no, that's actually higher than I expected from you. Mm-hmm. No, I just I I was I really loved it. I loved the flashback. It gave me my bloody Valentine vibes there. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I don't think the characters are as interesting. No, but th- there's some uh, there's some stuff with them that I, I enjoy. Um, uh, I did Nightmare Beach from 1999. I hope this will make top 100, but I got to convince you guys to watch it, or at least Maddie. Uh, directed <laughs> by Umberto Lenzi, uh, a.k.a. Her- Harry Kirkpatrick. There's 
There's a lot of debate whether these guys are the same guys, whether this Harry Kirkpatrick actually exists or it's a pseudonym. Okay. There's been different things said in magazine, different things said in interviews. No one fucking knows. That's but awesome. Umberto Lenzi is probably most known. He did tons of Jalos, Italian crime movies, cannibal movies, uh, Eaten Alive, Cannibal Furrox, Spasmo, which is considered a really good Jalo, I believe. Uh, are you supposed to say it? Spasmo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Claudio Simonetti does a score, of course, of <laughs> Goblin's fame. Um, so it opens up. This biker guy is getting executed in an electric chair. He's claiming his innocence, and he's vowing, vowing his return, his revenge. Um, and that's how it opens up. He gets killed, and then we cut to whatever, a couple months later. And so this movie, Maddie, Spring Break, just teens, man. This movie is all about... You got the sour-faced lead who's turning down all these attractive women because he's sad because he cost his team the national <laughs> football championship when he threw a bad interception. Oh. So he's sad the whole movie. Uh, his horny friend, Buddy, is taking him out to spring break. He's got a, throwing bags of condoms at him. He's trying to... Saying, like, you know, this is like, uh, this is like Easter morning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to go on a mission for Beaver Patrol. So... <laughs> And his horny friend is going to bars, doing these horribly ob- obnoxious, aggressive pickup lines. It's it's all fun. Uh, you have the the preacher's daughter in there, and she likes to party, of course, of course against the preacher's will. Uh, John Saxton and Michael Parker in this oh, wow. as dirty cops politicians. Uh, there's a biker gang called the Demons that their logo is literally stolen from the Demons movie, uh, <laughs> Lamberto Bava's Demons movie. Um, so all that is great. So you have all that. With a killer going around on a motorcycle, and he like he'll like get a woman like a, a hitchhiker on the back, and all of a sudden he pulls the switch and fucking fries her on the back of the motorcycle. So she's like, elect- he's going around electrocuting various people on spring break. Once they do that so many times, they kind of get bored. Then he's like fucking shoving electric wires down in their mouths, oh, so incinerating he- people. There's fucking suicide heads getting blown off. I think this can be on top of all that. There's other if you're a teen romp guy. There's all these subplots. There's uh, this subplot where this woman keeps on bringing random men. Like, oh, you know, I wanted to be a doctor and help people out, but I just don't have enough money. She's picking up some six-year-old rich guy, bringing her to the. Oh, and then the pervert hotel clerk is watching her as she's bringing home all these random rich so men, and then they're leaving. So it has that teen romp aspect. Mm. There's another guy throughout the movie that's pulling pranks. He's got the shark, the fin going in the pool. Pretend to be like dead. a ton of movies that they're like referencing. Um, yeah, and then there's another guy that keeps on like stealing from people. So there's all these subplots. They're all like great team movie romp. Mm. But then the kills are great. Yeah, I, I had fun with this one. I think this is going to be. There's a drunk guy who's a big fan of the foot local football team, and he's always drunk in the movie yelling "Gators." <laughs> <laughs> um, wet t-shirt contest. You then you did for the men for the women. You got the oiled men contest. Of they course, give, they give you both, which you never get to see in these movies. Um, it's usually just praise the law. Yeah. yeah, it's usually just titty, man. Throw a throw a bone to the you know yeah. you, the, the women out there as well. Um, I, yeah, I, I really like this. I mean, again, it, it, there's times where it drags a little bit, but I'm gonna still go seven out of ten. Um, I think this would be your bag. Awesome. Yeah. Honestly, the way you sometimes big up these movies <laughs> and then you give them seven out of ten just makes me go, what? <laughs> what it's happened? hard to give a movie with like a wet t-shirt contest something higher well, than a seven. I think you know there's, what I'm saying? Like, there's, all the it, everything that it does is great, but there's times where it kind of drags, right? Like right. some of these films. I mean, I love slashes because they're an hour and a half. But if you're getting yeah. moments where it drags, but yeah, I think I think this is 
going to be your thing. All right, man. I'm in. So speaking of John Saxon, I watched uh, Tenombre. How do you say that movie? Tenebrae? Tenebrae? Tenebrae. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yes. Slasher, right? So this is something. I haven't seen this since my original Giallo crazy. Yeah. He's literally slashing people with the razor, like a straight razor. Well, for the first half, then he switches to an axe because, yeah, yeah, as you do. I this this has been on my list. I've mm. I've been trying to stay away from the Argento. Yeah, you want to do a big thing? I I, I think it's it's gotta be not really it, a big thing. Just I, I just keep worrying that we're gonna be like, no, that's not one, and then yeah. I don't like. I watched Blue Sunshine, which I liked, and it's like I don't <laughs> slasher. I don't think that's a slasher. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this is a slasher. It definitely had the feeling of a slasher, like, but also Giallo. You just so, got yeah. Kyle's gone really quiet. Now he's worried. Yeah, he's no, no, slasher. He's like, oh no, there's going to be too many Giallos. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm still just narrowing down my list as you guys talk. I'm trying to get rid of the ones I'm not going to talk about because I think they might make our list. So, um, yeah. So this movie starts off. There's a fellow who is writing these books, and I guess they are very violent books and very violent against women books. There's somebody there who. Uh, there's a bunch of red herrings who's causing all these murders, but as they're murdering... Murder! Like, so this must be like Argento doing a movie about himself, That's right? exactly like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's the thing. He, that's always been a complaint about his kids in movies, and he said like his great quote is like, well, why would I want to watch like men get killed when I can watch beautiful women? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, But yeah. So it's him trying to defend himself in this uh, thing. <laughs> so as uh, these people are getting killed, they're like pretty much uh, stuffing pages of this book down their throats as like, in the corpses. So the cops like, so do you know who this is? Like, I don't think so, but like he sees his ex-wife throughout the town too. Right. So like there's a bunch of red herrings who's doing it. And yeah. Eh, awesome movie. Awesome. There's one scene that like violence just appears out of nowhere and it is super violent and super awesome and like cartoonishly like bloody. Right. I, I don't know if you remember the scene I'm talking about, but it's, it comes out of nowhere. So this and, is like again. Yeah. I, I've seen this. There's so much going on. Uh, this in uh, uh, Crystal Plumage and a few of them. Yeah. They just kind of all blend together. Bl- blend because they watched so many. I, I basically just watched Argento for a month, uh, awesome. and it was awesome. I'm giving this an eight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm. I'm. This is on my. This is definitely on my list. That it's going to mm-hmm. happen. And now that you're saying for sure, slasher. I'm saying slasher. That I, I'm, but again, I'm who knows what? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I watched uh, somewhat of a modern movie that uh, I think, uh, again, like I, I could see some people saying not slasher, but for me, I think it, it is uh, the Hills Have Eyes. Oh, slasher for sure. Um, I think the only reason I wouldn't potentially, I could see people not doing it. It's just because it's not. Yeah, it almost has there's like a survival. Of, yeah, there's a fi- there's survival. There's a bunch of people, element. and they're not. Yeah, that that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, but at a camp, it's survival too, right? It's Friday the Thirteenth. Like, I, I guess. But that's yeah. one. This is like a bunch of them, yeah. and they're it's, they're not. Going it's really only they kind of do one. It's really scene, only right? two doing the killings in this, mm-hmm. and mainly actually one doing the killing in this. So mm-hmm. I think you could make that argument that it's and he. But they're not like taking them one by one. Isn't it just one big attack scene, pretty much, right? Uh, no. There's there's a rape and there, that's the that scene yeah. is fucking Insane, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen this movie since the year it had come out, and and, and that scene has never. 
I think that whole yeah, I think that. that whole ten minutes is one of the most tense, fucking disturbing fucking oh, yeah. scenes for me. Uh, it's it, it's, it's unrelenting. Like it it's unrelenting. It still, I think, yeah. uh, uh, holds up. And the in, baby's in that. crying in the background. But there, there's a sequence with Ted Levine earlier that is totally like yeah. a slasher sequence, and there's a scene. Um, even earlier than that, then doesn't turn into anything, but it's just, it, it just, yeah. for me, it reeks slasher. I think it's a slasher. Mm-hmm. Most of the, the popul- populace thinks it's a, a, a slasher, but I can, the, the argument that Kyle, or, you know, where it is kind of a group and they're, and then they're just trying to survive whatever this other group is, that's, a, that's definitely there, but then you realize like it's only being really, di- uh, done by one person. Mm-hmm. Um, or Matt Most, too, right? I did find outside of that sequence that maybe it was. I, I, this was like a just off of my. I think you don't like hunter. the revenge sequence? I think that's pretty incredible where he, he goes and into takes the, them all out. Into the, yeah. I, 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 I like that sequence. I don't, I didn't find it as like thrilling as I originally did. Did. Um, there's just some. Aja makes some like kind of corny camera decisions uh, pretty consistently with this stuff that feel like it's from the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, still, at uh, seven point five, it's, it's still a great movie and mm-hmm. still super tense. And for the most part, like has a really, but uh, uh, I think I don't love the hero. I think that's the problem. He I find is the weakest of the cast. Yeah, I can see that. And I you like sp- and you spend the most time with him. Um, I just I think he's. You a, wanted the dad to live. <laughs> well, he's the best uh, of the uh, uh, of the actors for sure. I, I think Vanessa Shaw is great. I think I, I think a bunch of them are like they have another uh, gear to them. Aaron Stanford, yeah, that guy was supposed to be the next big yeah, actor. He was huge. Well, he sucks, so that's why he's not that big. But uh, Aaron Stanford, come on the show. Tell us uh, <laughs> why. No, I don't know. He's, he's fine. Like, he doesn't suck. He, he just come on and punch you out in the face, then you can leave. That's all we need. Because, <laughs> yeah, he was in the X-Men films, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah uh, disappeared. I, I I didn't even... Yeah. But, yeah, like, he just doesn't feel like he has a, a ge- another... Like, Ted Levine, man. It's weird. He did, I'm looking at his film, so Arby, he... Did he was doing like two to three movies every year up to two thousand eight? Then he disappears for eight years, and then he did a couple films after that. Eight um, years, wow! Yeah, I wonder if you know something happened. So I want to talk about one of the most uh, tortured fellows in all of slasher history from Slaughter High from uh, nineteen. This one I haven't seen, but it's six. They really uh, it's pretty much this group of students who just bully this fella. They pretty much. Yeah, like it's not just like one prank; it's like three pranks. They like, electrocute they... him. They like make him think like he's about to like score with this girl. So he's like, "Come on in!" So they end with up Carolyn Mon- Monroe too. She's uh, got it going yeah. on. So they what? They spray him down with uh, like the fire extinguishers and whatnot. And they're t- taking pictures of filming and all. This. Yeah, when he's in the shower, when he's nude. nude, and then they electrocute him. Well, yeah, no, they said so later on they get caught doing that, and then mm. they're they're mad at him for them getting in trouble for doing this shit. So then mm. they pull another prank on him, which they, they make him like poop himself, and then like exploding cigarettes, and then they dump acid on his face and burn him alive. Well, they, yeah, they the he's in the science lab, mm. and it's you know they have it; it's going to blow up or something, but it goes too far and actually like mm. fucking burns the guy half to death. So ten years later, they all come back for their ten year high school reunion, but the as, high school as everyone does. Yeah, we all went to ours, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so the high school's abandoned. They're just like, yeah, okay, it's abandoned. Who cares? Let's just party anyways, guys. We're all idiots. Yeah. Everyone in this cast is like a terrible human being, but they're like the worst kind of terrible in like the fun way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they're over the top terrible. And this movie might have one of my favorite uh, tracks. It pretty much starts off with this maniacal laughter then it devolves into like a synth like, well, the killer's got a great look to him, too. Maddie, use the room there. I'm telling you. You really did. You did that justice. I'm trying to. But yeah, I've given this one 7.5. I really dig this slasher. I'm going to as well. Yeah, did you watch this week, too? I did watch it. All right. I'll. What was the guy's name? Arnie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would be your thing, but. Who knows? Who knows? It's a comedy horror, is what it is. It's the like. Spiggle teens get knocked off. Like I, I like it. the kills are cool. I think the caution's cool. Um, I like the whole all the prank stuff. But again, usually the prank stuff. Th- those are the things that usually like mm-hmm. you're usually. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, they don't usually line up. Very short uh, runtime. I think yeah. it's only like an hour and fifteen. So um, that's gonna. All right. We'll see. I got I got a laundry list. Like I yeah, am yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah. usual. We're, we're down to the line. Yeah, personally, as guys. much as like we like this, I I would almost yeah, say it's it probably not, not your... going to work for you because I just from the the elements that I like in it are usually the things you don't care about as much. Right. Uh, I I got one that uh, maybe you would like and maybe you would completely fucking hate. Uh, Microwave Massacre from 1979. <laughs> I love this movie. So. This stars Jackie Vernon, who's probably most famous Do you for you recognize the voice? Frosty the Snowman well, from the, the old oh, Rankin yeah. Rankin yeah. base. So in this, he's pretty much Rodney Dangerfield if he was a serial killer cannibal. Yep, that's now this movie, it opens up, it's got this fun fucking tune. This woman is kind of walking this bouncy walk to the music, and then she trips and falls, and her breasts, her huge breasts, get stuck in a hole in the fence. And yeah. then the, the guys are the construction workers are like Runs off, and then the other guy comes up, and then like this other guy sees her, and then goes and starts fucking her. But I don't think it's rape. Like I think it's like she's like yeah, right. Because she she's the the whore of the town, I guess. Yeah. Is the impression you get, you know, she's always trying to. But this film, I don't know how to describe this film is like insane dark humor, but it's also silly. There's surreal elements to it with the humor. Like again, it has those better off. Dead type. It moments. is Rodney Dangerfield if he was killing people with a microwave. No, that's not. That's not being true. He finds that he has a taste for human meat. Ah, uh, like, so and his so he and his wife is always like making all these extravagant meals. He just wants like a fucking bologna sandwich or something simple. And he's always coming home after a day of work. And he, he imagine the days where yeah. we all just wanted <laughs> to come home, have a nice bologna sandwich. Sandwich, yeah. Uh, but he's always getting shit arguments with the wife. There's really great dialogue between them where she's like, um, some men you should know still find me attractive. And he's like, how would I know them? I didn't attend the Braille Institute. <laughs> like, it's like that type it's of... Rodney Dangerfield is what it there's, is. They go through, there's a great scene. They go through the drive-thru, him and his buddies, and they're like pranking the drive-thru. And he's like, She's like, may I have your order, please? This woman, he's like, uh, let your hair down and button your blouse, hide up your, hike up your skirt, stick out your tongue, and a Coke. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, cool, cool, that's so funny. And then so they drive by fast out, and you look, and the, the woman in the drive-thru has done all this. And she's like, what? What's going on? Like, there's, I don't know, man. This this movie is it's just fucking kooky. It's, it's a bad movie. Again, another one that does drag at times, but it has some great funny moments. Yeah. It's one of those ones where, like, it has some great comedy moments, but then it's like, you got to get through some stuff. Whenever you say, I, I got to get through some stuff. Yeah. Well, that's why I would Red worry. Red flag. 
this is definitely not a movie for you. Like, I don't know though, but I think he, he would enjoy some of the dark humor you know, and some maybe of the, the if, moments. Like, it's, it's a beers movie. Like if you came over, we had some beers. Be like, right. okay, pop this on. Like I thought about a, like man. if if for October, if I could do up the studio so we had a projector yeah. on that screen. Oh, that'd be awesome. We can do movie nights. Yeah, we can have people over. <laughs> We could watch Microwave Massacre. It'd be a ton of fun. There's a scene where he's at the psychiatrist and he's describing the psychiatrist just falling asleep and then he wakes up near the end and he talks, he, he, ends, he hears him like, you know, I can't make to love to a woman anymore without eating her. Wanting to eat her. And the psychiatrist thinks he's talking about eating out. He's like, it's okay. It's the new, that's a new time. Eat her. Oh, yeah. And it's, I don't know. Like this, I, yeah, this is a hard one to rate. I'm going to give six and a half. Only six and a half, eh? Again, it's one of those ones. It could be a seven, but there's, Matt, there's some moments. Would you be higher, Matty? I, this might make my top 100 slasher. Oh, wow. <laughs> it could make, yeah, it could sneak in the, yeah, I don't know. It, this is, yeah, it's fun, but there's some bad stuff. Like, there's some moments you got to get through. So, I got one more uh, uh, slasher. I got I got Several some other movies. just movies. You know, we I still watch other yeah. movies. Get out of here with, <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, with that. Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre 2. Oh, you actually watched it? Yeah. Oh, fucking hey, man. Uh, so Maddie gave this to me. What do you think? This is just Looney Tunes. <laughs> right? It, it is, uh, the way I put it is, imagine you made a masterpiece. You made something that everyone says is, here's, here's what happens. George Lucas makes Star Wars, and then he decides to make Spaceballs as <laughs> yeah, well. That's actually it. This is fucking Spaceballs. Like, how insane is this? There is no way he could have topped the, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, you know what? Let's just have some fun with this and see where it goes. Exactly. It's a different kind of tone, but you've got similar... You got the, you. got It feels like it's still in that world. The, the last 20 minutes feel very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Which is... That, that was my problem. I was, like, loving this film. I'm like, I was crazy. How could, did I not love this film? And then the last 20 minutes, you get into, like, that the, torture what, shit the, the, the sword fight with the chainsaw? Well, that, but that I'm more talking about where they capture her. She's screaming right. for 20 minutes. She's tied to the table. I, I, she's, I feel... That, yeah, that's, that's not so weird. It's probably only about five minutes, but, like... It goes for a long time of her crying. You're, no, because they, they capture her. She escapes or something, doesn't she? And then they get her at the table again. And then they do the grandpa thing again. And when, when they first capture she's not screaming as much. She's like there is a good I, time I love this I love the set piece of, of what in the, in the, the castle uh, like that, yeah. that mountain it's amazing yeah. um that I, I actually in Texas Chainsaw Massacre I feel like I'll put up with or 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 the screaming that always bothers you Kyle doesn't bother me as much because I'm actually in it because it's so fucking gritty and raw and whatever mm-hmm. there's none of that in this so that section Actually, deva- I devalue the movie a little bit. You are the um, spectator with her. You, you see how just insane they're talking to each other. But we've already like, seen all this, right? And, and, no, 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 no. It's it's almost done in like a, a brotherhood where like a, a shock top is just kind of like, no, let the face want me to, he won't Bill, let me. Bill Mosley is. This is his standout role. In- I think Incredible! So that scene in the the DJ. I, th- I think all that stuff and it has the, there's One two the most- scares in there. One of the most that are some of the scenes. best scares and yeah, one scares of the best the jump scares. I would say there's two that are some of the best two of the mm. best jump scares. But yeah, I, I get all that stuff. I love. It's when you get to the. I think I'm just not a Leatherface fan. I think that's yeah, because that you always get ten minutes of nonstop screaming in all these films. I, I'm and I'm torture kind of yeah. vibes to it. Torture porn vibes. <sighs> yeah, like for me, this one, 
it's not that much time. Like she, I do find it, it is kind of drives me crazy a little bit in this one because, again, I'm not actually worried in the same way as the other film, or I'm not feeling it's an is unhinged in in a scary way or a. Yeah, you are just watching this psychotic family live their life. But Hopper in the like the last <laughs> section is incredible. It's okay incredible even the, the father in this uh what's his name bill sawyer he as like the chili cook-off like, yeah i want the chili cook-off he, how did he not appear in more stuff he is so good he's so good in both of these movies mm. um yeah this is another like this i didn't want to talk about it even this much because it's gonna mm. we're mm. it's gonna make my list uh I'm, i think i'm gonna give this one seven do you like it more point? or less than the original Less the original, yeah, um, yeah, for 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 sure, less the original. Um, it it it. it I do find there's some cl- clunkiness when they get to that great set piece. It's so good, but they're yeah. To me, like there's some. I like that muddy. set piece too, but I feel like once it gets there, that's all the weakest stuff for me. Like I think that the highway stuff, the scene in the DJ is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Hopper going behind the chain. Oh, I love that like, scene. I think the lead up is is great, and I think it, yeah. it just. But I do love Dennis Hopper when he's in there and whatever. The yeah, fuck when he he's comes doing. out. But again, he kind of he's off doing his thing for like a long fucking time, just t- trying to destroy yes. the the caves, and it, it goes on. A, you know, he's he's forgotten about for a bit, and then he comes back in the last five. And minutes. And that's great. Uh, like the I, I think the la- I think the last section again, <laughs> the end of the movie is fucking <laughs> that awesome. Shit insane. Uh, like the very end of the movie, I, I love. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No. I, I don't know. So me. what are you gonna give? It? I'm gonna give it six and a half. I still li- again. I think those. Did you watch it this week too? I, d- I did. Yeah, in the past week or two. Yeah, six and a half for me. I watched the 4K, mm-hmm. which fucking looks incredible. But yeah, like I, yeah, there again. It's one of those films. There's sequences just like the first film, mm-hmm. but there's moments. And if I'm fucking out of that movie for ten minutes, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, like I don't know. I. I've almost not found any of these, like oh, even even the ones I've. Really I can watch part three for Shocktober. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see about that. There's gonna be a lot of other slashes. Part but, four is crazy with fucking Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. And, uh, what's is her that name? Zellweger, is it? Zellweger, yeah, yeah, I've never seen that one either. It's and uh, Viggo Mortensen is the the crazy. Oh yeah, uh, that's guy. Right. No, that's part three. Is it part three? Is in yeah. Oh, okay. Um. I did a, 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 a kooky one. I, Killer Workout, aka Aerobicide from 1987. Another one maybe you would enjoy. Is Maddie. that any good? Like it's been on my list for a while. I, I the first time I watched it, I loved it. it. It dropped a little bit for me. I directed by David A. Pryor, who did Sledgehammer, Deadly Prey. Um, he's kind of known for doing these low budget cheesy films. So it opens up these young models burnt in tanning booth, and then now five years later, someone is going on murdering all the patrons of this local gym. Um, so much sweaty workout footage of just hot women and catchy tunes. Like you get a yeah. lot of that, which there's a lot I'm not going to complain 80s, too right? much. Yeah. Um, the kills are pretty memorable. The, the killers for the most part going killing people with this giant kind of safety pin. It looks like a safety pin you'd put in diapers, but yeah. it's like a big one. I don't know if it's something they use in gyms. Uh, there's a cool one where they get a head fucking kit crushed in with a weight. Um, the finale is a lot of fun. The problem is the mystery investigation I find takes up a little too much time. Like there's a cop and I don't love some of that stuff. I, give me all the stuff in the gym, the, 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 the crazy stuff. When you get into that, I mean, the ending's fun and stuff, but I'm, I'm going to go six and a half. It, it dropped for a bit. Who knows? That might be your bag. 
um, it is a it is a fun one if you just want to see you know kills in a, in a gym and with beautiful women in their in their gym gear. Um, I'll, I'll quickly run through these two as well because I think you watched one of them. Uh, Psycho Cop one and two, Psycho Cop from nineteen ninety nine, Psycho Cop Returns nineteen ninety three. I got the uh, message like, hey, you should watch Psycho Cop Returns. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. So yeah, Psycho Cop. I'll, I'll really quickly run through because there's nothing to it. Three couples rent the secluded mansion and they're stalked by the Psycho Cop. The Psycho Cop is played by Robert. Not a maniac cop though. Just so no, everybody just knows, this cop. just came out. I think the year after capitalizing on that success. So Robert S. Schaefer, probably most of you are an Office fan. He is Bob Vance. Bob Vance from Vance Refrigerated. R.A.P., right? Did he pass away? I think he might not be with us anymore. Are you kidding me? I don't think so. So I had this theory about Bob Vance being the smartest guy on that show because every time he's on camera... He is saying Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. So everyone knows that his like company, he's getting free commercials every time he is on camera, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And no, he's still alive. Okay, good. Oh, he didn't die. No. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he is this over-the-top psycho cop killing people. The first film was pretty standard fare. I didn't, I didn't love it. The kills are okay. There's one where someone gets a nightstick rammed down their throat. There's one with a taser. Um, but again... You know, other than is there, like secluded mansions, kind of cool, but there's not cool too much dialogue. To it. Like, in nah, the second no, one, I think the like... second one is better because you still get his crazy performance. So you just jump to the second one, Maddie? Yeah, because he told me like watch this. Like, you don't right. need to watch. The, they're kind of unrelated. And the I, first one, there's a, th- this is in our thread, and I'm not even. Yeah. So we have a, a thread, a, a text thread that sometimes gets unhinged because. We're all at work, so depending on what is going on, sometimes it's I'm, like I'm usually saying, yeah, like 48 messages. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's see what's going on. And there, this, I think, was one with you two. Well, my I was job on is calls. I'm on a computer, so I'm constantly able yeah. to text him. Yeah. You know, um, hopefully my boss isn't listening. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, you don't need to watch Psycho Cop. Skip to Psycho. It's just, all in your lunch. Psycho Cop 4.5. Okay. Uh, okay. It's not very good. Psycho Cop returns now, 1993. You're getting Schaefer's over-the-top crazy performance. He's killing people, doing, delivering one-liners. But you also get these fun douchebag characters <laughs> that feel right out of, like... 80s I knew you would like it because they're totally yeah. out of a teen romp. It's like them, and they're having a bachelor party at their work. They're sneaking in at nighttime. They hire some strippers. I filed this under B. For booze. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like the, these file cabinets just full of, like, liquor. Well, yeah, no, he's awesome. like, he's like, oh, uh... Um, sorry, I didn't get to check it. Let me check in my folder or something. And he pulls it. But yeah, it's it is. Yeah, you can you can yeah. talk about this. It's awesome. So like the one guy, uh, he of uh, what's that called? Where they photocopies his face and he sends to that young hot intern, and she cuts out a picture of the boss. And like he writes out the things like, "Hey, how about you come after my office for a little a- extracurricular activities?" Yeah, he's like, just so, just so you don't forget my face or yeah. something like that. And she cuts out a picture of the boss and sends it back. And says <laughs> like, "Anytime you want to come to my office, I'm all yours, sweetheart." Like it's fun dialogue like that. Like they're terrible people. Mm-hmm. They're douchebags right from the beginning, and you want to see them die. It is one of those slasher films, but I think they are fun characters in that they're so douchebaggery. Um, but, yeah, I, but what really makes this movie apart is the actual psycho cop who is just going around saying these fantastic <laughs> one-liners as he's offing people. Like mm. He picks up a pair of this these secretary's undergarments, and he picks up, like, what's it called? I think I smell foreplay. <laughs> and then he goes in like... Yeah, like as he's killing them, he's like, no, no, he's yeah, talking about what the what uh, law they've broken or something. I uh, under arrest under strong suspicion of foreplay. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get a six and a half. Yeah, I, I think I might go. Yeah, I was gonna go seven. 
Yeah. Um. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to go through all these. We got to race through. I just have a couple more that I want. Yeah, to... we have Warlock three to yeah, talk about, yeah, guys. So, so I, I've got, oh, yeah. I've got some non slashers just to, yeah, to talk about. Um, so we lost uh, a, to me a Canadian legend uh, this past week, Robbie Robertson. Um, That's crazy, right? And uh, this was this was an interesting thing. The the band that Maddie and I were in. Uh, uh, called the rest. One of our first kind of quotes that kind of got out there in the world that we didn't really love because we didn't really love part of uh, the other band. What it was like if uh, if it were Death Cab for Cutie. If Death Cab for Cutie, uh, instead of being obsessed with Prince, they were obsessed with the band, mm-hmm. which might have been a diss for us. It was a diss because we didn't like Death Cab for Cutie, but the oh. band, like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, um, uh, but the band, it was like, yeah, the, the band is a big deal. So I watched The Last Waltz oh, uh, the night that uh, we found out might about be Robbie. a person who said, did you well up watching The Last Waltz? Even like if I'm like an emotional mood and I watch that, even that like the weight I know. kills me. It. I think all of these guys, and, and we kind of um, modeled our last show after The Last Waltz in a way, right? We had mm. a, a bunch of guests come out. It was just us. Um, and we call it the last anniversary, you know, there was a, there yeah. was a bunch of stuff that it was, you know, very similar to that. And, and we, we respected where they came from, but when you played something for the last time, when you think it's the last time. Oh, it is so hard. And like, it, it hit you in this odd way. It, like it, it is this, uh, an, an, an odd thing, but you would hit, I know, I hit moments that night emotionally that I may have never hit in any other show mm-hmm. because you go, I've played this song with rehearsals and whatever time. 3,000 times. 3,000 times, and I will never fucking play it again. That's the night they drove addiction. Now, again, the band comes back in the 80s without Robbie. It doesn't count. But it, they think that night because they know Robbie is serious. He's not going to fucking do this mm-hmm. anymore. Maybe they'll make records. That was the thing they had talked about making records again. So when Levon hits that build up before he goes in the last chorus again, I'll never have not have goosebumps. What killed me this time was it makes no difference. It that might be my favorite uh the band song right now. Mm-hmm. Um and the sun don't shine and you they're all fucking just like going Belting. for it, and all of the guests are great. Even like things like Doctor John, or he is so good. Uh, Van Morrison. Oh, yeah, Caravan kills, kills, and he is so, so out. Did you of watch this stage. at all? I, I I've watched this movie so yeah, yeah, many I, times I, in my life. I've watched this with you. Before if you well. asked Van Morrison during that performance to point to the ceiling, he would have a hard time pointing to the ceiling. <laughs> he was that out there. Oh but he yeah, just the leg kicks. Though. The leg yeah. kicks are incredible. Oh, have you ever seen this? Kyle? I have not. No. It's, it, oh, wow. The best concert. I think I've movie. seen you. It was on in the background and looked good, but yeah, um, yeah I've just never. Like, it's, I'm it's not a huge directed by concert. Scorsese. Yeah, the band, like, it, like the last one. I went to a lot of concerts previously, yeah. but uh, not a, you know, a concert on. at home guy. I think this is different because you also. Now, this might be. This is the contentious part is all the, the talking head stuff that Scorsese gets with the band. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those guys are all fucked up. They. They're messed up, like, right? Like Richard Manuel's not in a great shape. They don't look good in this, right? Like, uh, and and that's the the negative against this is Robbie looks like a fucking 
idol. Mm-hmm. Like Scorsese, who wrote a, an, a, an amazing eulogy, you should check it out on, on, mm-hmm. online about how close their, their relationship with Robbie's last score, last piece of music, will be in Killers of the Flower, oh, awesome. of Flower Moon. Um, he also did The Irishman. Um, and, and I think 14 movies with Scorsese. That's crazy. Uh, where he was a part of, uh, of, of working on them. And uh, you can tell Scorsese Love loves him. Robbie Robertson. He's always framing him in the yeah, best possible like way. Yeah, like Danko. Like, they're not like framing him at all. No. Like, but good. He was kind of the dude as well, right? Like he was... Well, Levon Helm. Yeah. But now, Levon Helm, halfway through the movie, the second they get to the weight... And they do the, the the first interview with Levon soon after that. He takes over the movie. Yeah, because you realize like he's not happy about this. In his book, he's like he almost punched Scorsese in the face in the first interview. That makes sense. Because he was like, "Why are you being? Why are you even asking me these questions? Go fuck yourself!" And like, uh, Levon, I think would have been a, a scary dude. I wish we had gone down. You and I, uh, and uh, maybe it was Dwayne actually had talked about going down to his uh, barn for one of the shows. Because we drove close to there. It's been awesome, right? It, like, uh, It's a regret. It's a regret. Have you seen the uh, Aiden for My Health, the doc that he did several years back? N- uh, I have that from mm. Kino. Have you yeah, watched I, that? It's still wrapped. I should have watched it yeah. years ago. But uh, I, I'll probably get to that over the, uh, over the next few weeks. Mm. Um, after it's Slashers, not, it's not my after f- Shocktober, yeah. after Noir-vember, <laughs> then after the 2023 movies. Yes. Next March, we're going <laughs> to really we're gonna dive, get into we're gonna dive into this, baby. Um. I'm going to give it a nine. It's not my favorite concert doc of all time. That would be probably Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads, mm. um, Ted Demi. Not Ted Demi. Uh, the, the other Demi. Who does Silence of the Lambs? Is it Ted Demi? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh. So it's not. What's the other Demi? The guy that did Beautiful Girls. I don't know. Uh, I don't two, know Beautiful two, Girls is. You've never seen that? No. With uh, Matt Dillon and Uma Thurman and uh, Michael Rappaport and Timothy Hutton and no. Natalie I don't Portman. I haven't seen this either. No. no? Well, maybe that could be your homework episode. I would be very curious, one, my opinion, but that was like a To big be honest, nice I've movie. never heard of a, t- a Talking Heads song either. To <laughs> you have, yeah. No? Oh, you've definitely heard maybe Psycho heard Killer? It. Oh, okay, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Th- there'd be lots. Yeah. Though. Burn, uh, burning down the house. Okay, I know that one. Okay. There, there'd be lots. They're, they're huge. They're, okay. And that concert, so that's in 4K. Spike Lee's interviewing the members of the band. They all hate David Byrne. I want tickets to that. that that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's for Tiff. Anyways, nine for the last waltz. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I didn't that's ha- the most I talk about any of these films <laughs> yeah, 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 well, on the show. Again, it's... It's a big one for me. Yeah. Like that's a, I've, I've seen that... I think I said it the millionth times. time, but I've watched it so many times over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did Slashers. Hellfest from 2018. Um, now, this is one... I've been wanting to see this. I know because it'd be a great movie to watch on Halloween. Actually, this... You know, if I didn't love it, watch on Halloween, but maybe even watch it beforehand. Mm, for the Slashers? Um, for the slasher. So, this friend returns uh, to... Returns home after time away from school. Her and her friends are going to go to this amusement park, which is Hellfest. This fucking park is a highlight of the movie. I wish it existed. It's amazing. It's pretty much a horror amusement park. There's rides that are awesome, mazes, the set design. So they built the it costumes. for this. I th- I'm sure that some of this is... I, I don't know. 
but I, I, I would, yeah, I'd have to look into so it. So this is like next level funhouse. It's yeah, it's fucking insane. All of it is great. Um, the killer has a great look. The kills are actually pretty decent too. There's like a close up of a that like would make make Fuji proud, where it's a close up of an, a knife going into an eye, uh, skull crushed with like a mallet. You know the mallets that you oh, use in awesome. the games where you gotta hit it yeah. and try to get it to go up. Um, a neck slash with a guillotine. Tony Todd's in there. They have like a live show where they're going to fake guillotine someone's head. Like, I want to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Someone please invent this. Horror fans, there's enough of this. This place would do gangbusters. All the prizes and games. This is like a, This is like one of the best films to watch on Halloween. There's just so much cool stuff. I'm like, this film is so fucking good. Yes. Then the characters. Ah, uh, it's got the So the two leads day. are the most boring, bland, untra- uninteresting leads. And then they have their four friends who are the most obnoxious, annoying people. I would could not wait for them to die. <laughs> um, I, I just hated the characters so much. Anytime they talked, just put me out of my misery. But it's too bad because everything else is so fucking fantastic. Um yeah, and and the writing. Yeah, I'm gonna give it six and a half. Oh, uh, so still gave it. I'm still high. giving it because all that other stuff is still good, and you're getting so much like of it. Like for modern chases film through like with you. Yeah, yeah chases through like fun houses and mazes, and it's all like everything about it. It's like you got to get on this cool like little roller coaster ride to get to the thing, and then the the, the amusement park is divided up. There's sections where if you go here, you got to sign a form because the they're allowed to touch you in this part oh, of it. Oh, that's kind of cool. And um, like screamers. Yeah. yeah, there's just so many cool elements to this amusement park that it, it's so fucking like huge, like monster animatronic monsters and everything. That and like, awesome. you know, in the funhouse they have this laser, and every time you go through, it sets something else off. Like, it, it is all it's worth watching. I'll say that mm-hmm. I just fucking hate the characters. Maybe you guys will we'll be like okay the with them. And if that in that case, you know, you'll probably love this film. But that was my. Is there anybody struggle. who's an influencer? Uh, it, it's just a really obnoxious young teens that I cannot relate to, and I hated. Um, anyways, that's Hellfest. So I watched uh, one that wasn't a, a slasher, but from 2023, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, nice! I love this movie. It was a ton of fun, man. Like the actual characters are cool. The actual quest was awesome. I, I think yeah. the comedy. It's like one of those ones where the comedy actually works. It works. Whereas, like I struggle with it in some Marvel films. Well, these is the Game Night guys, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, which uh, or, I liked as well. Or uh, is it, uh, the one director's uh, Sam from yeah, yeah, Freaks and, uh, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Awesome, he was in Bones, that guy. Yeah, awesome. Like the scene where they have to dig up the the grave, like the the guys in the grave. Yeah, it's, that's so it's, fun. It's awesome. Like, Even the way the that dragon. they figured out, like they oh wait, I know what that is, like a boom stick or whatever it is. And they kind of have to use it. This is one like, I kind of wish I saw in the theater. Uh, mm. I thought it, uh, you know, this is one again. This is just such a strange year where like everyone that saw it loved it. But it bombed, and we probably are not going to get a sequel, which is such a shame, because this is something that I would have loved to see more films. Like, they didn't even introduce some of the main, like, creatures and stuff in Dungeons & Dragons, Mm -hmm. that eye creature that is, like, on every cover of Dungeons & Dragons merch. I would have loved to see that. Did it bomb that horribly, though? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, unless somehow it gets to streaming, and they they realize, you know, an audience is like this. It's on streaming right now. Yeah, it's on Netflix, It could be one of those things where the studios are like, we think there's something here, maybe we release it at a bad time. Well, it's been one of the best... Streamed, uh, uh, I think on Netflix for yeah. weeks. I don't even have Netflix, but it's been posted everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hope somehow they give it a chance and just again, I think it's like Mission Impossible, just bad timing. I think Mission Impossible, hopefully, Dead Reckoning 2, 
they open it up not competing with the two biggest movies of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, Barbie just passed The Dark Knight. I think it's Warner That's Brothers' insane. biggest movie of all time. Um, not not for inflation, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. But, um, yeah, it, it's just this has been a weird year where you've seen a lot of great movies come out and just mm-hmm. not do well. Wayside? Um, like, I think, again, Mission Impossible does really well. It's just that their COVID cost budget was have have screwed yeah. up their, their I still actual think budget. though I still think it should hit a hundred million. You're coming off of their best financial you think it should have been a billion. I, I think like it should have at least did fallout money, right? Like it's coming off of that which everyone loved yeah. critically and financially that was the most successful movie. And it's coming off of Top Gun Maverick, which is his biggest hit of his But most people don't seem to like this as much as those two movies uh it's still got um, like it's got a good good yeah. rating but I, this I, I think it's the highest is it the highest rated or one of the highest rated reviewed wise i think not anymore because because the other reviews come in but like i think it's good like again it's, it still shouldn't have did and the cinema score million. isn't as high and i think it's still it's too 300 long. million less it's also right? too long yeah. so, so you can't get as many showings yeah but again 300 million Less, that's a huge difference on, you know, when you're only making 500, the other one made 800, that's, you're almost at, what is that, four, you've only made, what is that, f- I guess you made 60%? Of, like, that's a big drop. They're still going to make these movies, like, the, oh, well, yeah. the second one, but, it, but they're saying this went from, like, I'm going to do a bunch of these to now they're saying this, maybe the next one's going to be the last yeah. one. I think it's going to really depend, if that next one does this money again. They're not going to continue making these, like, mm-hmm. and now they're running into the other strike issues. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Again, I, I think Ridley said at a different time. That was maybe Tom Cruise saying, "I'm coming off of my two biggest hits. I can compete against Barbie and Oppenheimer." It, the, the biggest thing that hit, <laughs> the biggest thing to hurt them up until like we'll say a month ago. Of course, you're going to be better than Barbie. Like it's a movie about a fucking I think, plastic doll. Like how could this movie be good? Like uh, you makes, still haven't seen it. Right? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I understand it is good, but like how could it be good? Barbie's you know a big yeah. name, though. No, I get yeah. it. It's a GI Joe movie. How I, but GI Joe it movies don't can't. do well. Yeah. It can't be good. Well, GI Joe is hasn't been popular in thirty years it's either, though, right? He-Man. Barbie's still it's, around. Yeah, it, it's a toy. How can this be good? <laughs> like apparently. Anyways, it is. I, 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 I think what it was, though, sorry. Yeah. It's not even the, the success of how good those movies are. It's mm-hmm. the deal. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan made a deal that once Oppenheimer came out, yes. he has all, every IMAX. Yeah, that could be. For like six weeks or whatever deal he signed. Mission Impossible on their opening weekend, 60% of their money or whatever it was, or, or maybe was it wasn't IMAX? that high, maybe 30 or 40, was from IMAX screenings. You can't, that's a movie you want to see on IMAX yeah. screen. You can't take away the biggest screen and people are going to say, well, I want to go see a movie in IMAX. They're going to choose yeah. Oppenheimer. And, and I uh, think that honestly, uh, in Oppenheimer should have got the IMAX screens. It's yeah. shot on film on IMAX. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but it is like a three hour talkie drama. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nolan, Nolan is IMAX, right? He's the one that. Yeah. It looks so. That's the other thing. I, I thought about, I've thought about this a lot. I bet when we take that Dead Reckoning home, and I, the last fifty minutes are fucking up there. It's gonna be one of the worst looking Mission Impossible movies because they mm-hmm. shot it in in kind of a cheaper way yeah. because of all these problems. Like again, like ego gets in the way sometimes. Cruz thought he could open it when he did. They thought they could shoot on a lower grade to save some money and shoot when no one thought you should be shooting any fucking movies. Yeah. 
But again, your hubris. You kind of you kind of understand him, though. <laughs> you understand where he's coming from, and I think you understand why everyone. I think everyone thought that was going to be a bigger hit. Like he's a crazy person, of course. He he just always thinks he will. But it's his two biggest hits of his whole career. His whole fucking thirty-year-old career, or forty, however long he's been making movies now. You know, there's no reason why he didn't think he should have thought he would. He should have not been worried about those movies. To be honest, if I was a betting man, I think most people were betting man. They would have. But with I, honestly, him. I bet if if, if that's and I think true. that's why Par- even Paramount was like, you know what, we're going to lose his IMAX screens, but don't worry about it. Like they didn't expect uh, a movie about how uh, to save ki- children from child traffickers, funded oh, yeah, by child too. traffickers. Well, th- that would beat. I don't even. Th- I think that's that's a whole different thing, though. That movie, no one's actually going to those screenings. I know. There's proof that like those sold out screenings, you go there and it's like 40 percent full. People are just buying the tickets and donating, right? But that still goes to the number. It, so one person is like, "I'm going to donate a thousand bucks." That's going to be another problem because yeah. the big studios are going to start. How do we drum up some sort of angle where yeah. we can uh, pay it forward, sort of campaign? That's a one-time mm. thing. Well, I, I think you you can get that with other conservative movies because they feel it's like us versus them, right? And that was like this film is representing religion. It's representing. The conservative what? side. Who wins? Like, no one wins. Yeah. yeah. No Anyways. one wins. Not yeah. film yeah. goers. That's for sure. Anyways, yeah. I did go to a, a movie that seems to be doing quite well. Maybe Kyle would would know um, how well it's doing because I, I, I it's honestly not quite in my wheelhouse. Is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem? Oh shit. Uh, so I went to this. I took my I my nephew. This I. I I f- you you don't have a nephew, right? You just wanted to see this movie. Yes. You can be you can be honest with us. I yeah? took a, a, ch- a, a child, child into this I took movie. A with nephew. Me. <laughs> no, uh, uh, so I don't want to get too much. But the experience of we had never gone to a, a movie uh, before. Is it his first theater? He, no, no, he'd been to movies, and he uh, can sit through. He can kind of. So my my mom said he's really good at seeing movies now, and he's he's he gets locked in. Uh, maybe you should see a movie with them. And then I heard s- something of him talking about Ninja Turtles. I said, we, we'll go. I said to my sister, like, let me take him to Ninja Turtles or whatever. I'll take him to Ninja Turtles. So I pick him up. We go to Ninja Turtles. We go to Jackson with the lot- recliners, which I don't know if he had ever had. He really liked those. But everyone was saying before, do you, I don't know if he, do you do this with your kids? I have no experience over this. Yeah. Go to the bathroom before the movie starts, right? They're going to probably still go like three times. <laughs> he would not go to the bathroom. He oh, says, okay. Uncle Adam, I went just before you picked me up. And he kept saying this, Uncle Adam, yeah. I just went before you picked <laughs> me up. And I was like, uh... I, th- I think you're protesting a bit too but much. But my, my, uh, Tammy kept saying, you got to take him to the bathroom before. My mom kept saying, take him to the bathroom. My sister was like, just make sure you take him to the bathroom before. But he's like yelling at me like... I just went before. Like, why? Like, why are you so yeah. crazy, Uncle Adam? So I'm like, whatever. So we get candy. He gets a big pop, or but he wants iced tea for whatever reason. So we, and he just downs his fucking iced tea. So now I'm thinking, my God, he's gonna just piss his pants. And the so we're watching this Ninja Turtles movie, and all I can think about is like, oh my God, he's gonna pee all over these things, and then I'll have to deal with that. What's gonna happen? He doesn't fucking care. He's a kid. He'll, he'll tell me. He's not going to piss his pants. He's going to go to the bathroom. You, you might have to miss a couple scenes of the movie. I don't though. care about that. Like, yeah, I, But yeah. I, I just like... Unless he's... How old is he? 
He's uh, six now. Yeah, yeah he's so he's going to like not that. Pee his yeah. pants. <laughs> so, unless you tell me differently, <laughs> he didn't. Okay, but like he started squirming at one point. I'm like, he just he did, he's going to fuller it. He's going <laughs> to totally fuller it. He's going to like. I, so there's another layer of anxiety. I have. The movie though is good. You dug it's it pretty well reviewed. Yeah, they actually treat the Ninja Turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like teenagers, which is refreshing. They look different for the first time that I've ever seen them on screen. Oh well, no, they yeah they've they've looked. Different. They try to change them every couple of years. On right? the last, the Michael Bay ones. No, no, no. Thing. Like the the actual ninja. I mean, the different like animation. No, no, no. The uh, so Donatello doesn't look like Leonardo. No, that's how the the other movies have done it too. Michael Bay, Donatello had all this sh- fucking mechanical gear in his head. <laughs> no, no, but. Yeah, I know they always have like yeah. this guy's got this yeah. weapon. They physically look different. Yeah, I th- they did. Yeah, like they Michelangelo has been about heights like, were different. Yeah, uh, yeah, Michael Bay did it. Uh, uh, Michael Bay did it first. Just accept <laughs> it. Okay, fine. No, he, he does. They're all different sizes, and that they're. They, I mean, they look fucking gross in that movie. But also, the voice actors were incredible. The best, yeah. uh, like, I, and I said this to Jack. It was like, did Corey Feldman do any cameos? No Corey Feldman. Oh. Uh, it's, it's an animated mu- movie in the style of uh, Into the Spider-Verse with more, it looks more drawn. I, it looks cool. I don't love the action sequences that much. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they're not great. But I did get my uh, nephew, they, they played Tribe. Can you kick it? <laughs> yes, I yes, can. Yes, you can. And that we, we did that the whole way home. That was better than the movie for me. <laughs> that, that, that made the admission. Uh, uh, I'll give it a seven. I, I liked it. Yeah. it. It's not like. It's fun. It's it's totally not my thing. To ask your question if it did well, it did okay. Okay. It opened up in fourth, which is probably not great. Um, yeah, we'll see. It'll probably it'll probably make its budget back. But again, this is another movie. I think that another time I did gangbusters. But Elemental is the other example of a kids uh, movie that kids go to that is now going to be very profitable because Well, no 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 no, not very profitable. It's it might break it might get them into Well, it's the, already uh, broke thing. even and and now like they're nah, thinking it's going to in the last nah. week, yeah. Because word of mouth. So they can keep these kids movies going longer, I think mm. they've realized. And kids might want to see it twice or what have you. Elemental, uh, yeah, I disagree with that being a success, but I think th- I think Disney's trying to sell it because Disney has had like seven movies that have bombed. It's still not made. I don't even think it's done two and a half times its budget. It will probably break even. It's not going to be. I think they're trying to sell. They're trying to turn it because they're trying to bring in. Yeah, go see it. People are going to see it now. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's done for it's done four hundred and forty four million on a two hundred million budget. So it hasn't even done two and a half times its budget. That's still yet. crazy. Like that is crazy. But it needs to do these. Technically, it like, should be doing five hundred million before it's even. But they don't have the same it. marketing costs that a uh, Mission Impossible uh, have. Disney Pixar. They they've been advertising this movie for over a year now. Yeah, but they they are not sending cast members around the world. Yeah, but that's and... Tom Cruise, who's a producer, right? So I, I don't know. I would I would I bet you they're they're advertising Disney Pixar as much as right. Like even so, yeah. There, there's no way they're not spending at least a hundred so million. It's so weird on how we that. get into the economics of these <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I actually want all of these fucking studios to die. Well, the funny thing is, you have, you're the blockbuster guy this year. You've seen like everything. Yeah. You've seen Barbie, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Did you see the Spider Verse one? No. Okay. Super Mario. No. Right. And Dungeon Jim and Scene. But yeah, no. for for the past, I guess for the past month or so, I, I've been, been on doing a kick. pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess we got to fucking wind this down. So I'm going to be really quick. 
I did Alone in the Dark, a slasher from 82. Uh, I want to bring this one up because I think you guys should watch this one. Directed by Jack Shoulder, who also did Nightmare on Elm Street 2. The Hidden uh, stars Donald Pleasant. The Hidden. Yeah, The Hidden. I love The Hidden. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Hidden? No, I need to. I picked yeah. it up, I think. Yeah, I, I think you, you did. Like, we talked about yeah. this, yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch it for Shocktober. Donald Pleasance is in here. Jack Palance, Martin Lando, so pretty uh, big cast. Uh, Pleasance just does this kooky performance. as this, He's like this new age doctor, and you know he's trying different things. He doesn't believe patients should be locked up in jail. It should be open, and, you know... And, uh, of course, that's going to backfire because there's a blackout. And Fuck those hippies. Yeah. <laughs> there's a blackout, and all these guys escape. Palance is his former POW. Lando's this crazy former preacher who also became a pyromaniac. As you, also as have, you do. You this, have this is a great fucking yeah. three lead. You have this one dude who's part of the group who doesn't show his face, and then uh, this other like massive fucking, I'm talking beast. He's like seven feet, 300-pound a bear of who's man. a fucking child molester uh these guys all escape there's a blackout there there's a, this new doctor shows up at the beginning and he's replacing a former doctor who these guys loved so they believe that this doctor killed the previous doctor and is trying to replace him so now the blackout and they're going to get to they've they've got his address from a, a you know letter left on his desk they're going to go and kill this guy and people die along the way. Um, this is this crazy movie where it's like scary at times. It's kind of a tense thriller at times. It's then it's got the fun slasher kills at times, and there's even comedy at times. Like the the sister who is like this um, uh, kind of this punk, but kind of um, she's definitely got a punk look to her. But she's also um, oh, fuck. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, do, 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 do. Silly. <laughs> Yo, goth. She goes to like uh, protests and stuff like that um, all the time. But she takes the the the. the She's not a goddamn hitty. She takes it. Yeah, activist. She takes her proper brother to like this punk show, and they're like right talking about. They're like I forget the name of them, but they got axes on the thing, and they're like slash slash whatever. <laughs> and um, I wrote down activist. I don't know. I couldn't find it. And the daughter is fun too. She's kind of got this quirky. I don't know how to describe her. She's just quirky. She's like too old for her age. Like she's like six or seven, but she, she acts like a, acts like like. There's a scene. Um, I'll just say there's a scene with the child master, and it's fucking tense. But the way with her, you kind of uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil too much. Seven and a half out of ten. I think this is oh, a fun wow. one. Yeah. Um, it's so what held watch. it back from a, like a uh, again? I think it is a bit Tony because it has all those things. It's also a bit over the place. Like. Is it a slasher? Are you going for tense throw? I feel like it doesn't um, pick a lane. Yeah, like if if it just went for this tense, fucking scary, dark thriller, maybe it would have been better. Or just went for like a zany slasher with a bunch of cool kills. Like you don't get enough cool kills. The slasher things at times don't go as as scary as they could. Um, yeah. I uh, Maddie, I I actually watched uh, the master. Have you guys seen this movie? This <laughs> is Phil Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a slasher at all, but like my first dive into this, this movie's insane. I yeah. had Joaquin Phoenix, who is this guy who is pretty much just drinking uh, household cleaning products. Yeah, I know. And going nuts and fucking everything in sight. And he somehow f- crashes this party that is run by pretty much L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. He's a cult leader. Who has all these people following him? And he's like talking about. Like, Kyle, the, have you uh, seen this one? No. I oh wow! It's it's insane, and I guess uh, he's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. He plays this Elron Hubbard cult leader, and he falls in love with this 
man who has broken just back from the war. Like, yeah, he believes he's going to take him to this other kind of place. I, I was thinking he's in love with him. Yeah. Like, there's definitely some like a homoerotic overtones. Oh, where yeah. They both like love. Well, he loves him, but he is just, hey, this is guy cool. Like, let's fuck everything in sight. Yeah, like, yeah. Not him. Like. It's it's insane the power dynamics between the two and like him kind of falling apart and him taking advantage of each other. It is such a beautiful shot. Movie. And it's uh, Amy uh, Smart a- Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah. As as the the wife, wife. and yeah. she's great in it too because she is like understanding and she's like, you, if you want to stick around here, you can't. Drink. It's a movie that's almost like made to like that would be a great. Paul Thomas Anderson in general would be a great director to do because he he I think he but this might be the quintessential go deep because he's thought of everything with this he's mm-hmm. expecting people to uh, dissect this movie and rip it apart over and over and yeah. over again um, it, uh, for me this almost like is the next like you have there we bl- blood is kind of like I'm gonna blow up what I did before. Yeah, because Magnolia was before that, and uh, Punch Drug, uh, uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, and and this is like now I'm in this new era where where it's going to be a little bit more free forming, and yeah, I, I love this movie. There isn't much of a plot per se, but you're never bored. Never, which yeah. is kind of cool because like even the dynamics between the two, like, are you trying to poison me? Like he has him do all these feels dangerous. Yeah, exercises where like he. He's trying to break him down. Uh, it's the relationship is fucking something to watch because it's what two and a half hours. It's it's a long. It's a long drawn movie. out movie, yeah. but it works so well. I was gonna give it eight eight point five. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I would be probably eight point five nine. I haven't watched it uh, recently. Recently, but uh, I bought it. It was actually at the dollar store for three bucks Blu-ray. I'm like, how could I? I so I, I, I picked this up. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this one day. And I had Thursday off. I had nothing to do. I didn't have the kid. Like, I got three hours. I'm popping this on. The original way I got it was it was a dollar at the dollar store. Yeah. When it first came out. That's crazy. Uh, how how does that work? I don't know how they if they overproduced this movie or something, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, wonderful. Um, I've got a couple. Very quick ones. I watched a television show. Television. Uh, <laughs> uh This is Hijack. Idris Alba, and, and he's on a plane that gets hijacked. Uh, it's, it's a seven-part uh, series. Mm-hmm. Seven hours, seven-part series. It's a good hook. I kind of wish it was a four-part series. I, I, I do think it's a mini-series. Mm-hmm. In Britain, I think they would have cut this down, but because it's on Apple, maybe they give you... One more. or two more episodes than it needs. Seven point five. Idris Elba should, should be one Wait, of the biggest is, stars. Is he doing the hijacking? The problem with Idris Elba is he picks a lot of shit. <laughs> I think also. I think maybe TV shows he's had better success for, but his movies have just. I also been don't think bad. he's getting the chances. Mm. He should have been fucking Bond. Yeah, he would have killed it as Bond. But yeah, he, but he was even uh, too old when they were looking yeah, at the, him. The gunslinger, even forty. Terrible. Yeah, he has not had a good track record. But you don't want to start at forty, crazy. right? Because you're gonna. Roger go Moore <laughs> must have been forty. But uh, yeah, yeah, does any yeah. that was that was about it. Yeah. Roger Moore was good for like those by those last couple. It was just gross. But honestly, Idris Elba still looks jacked. Yeah, yeah. and he's fifty years old. He could have done ten years of Bond. He definitely could have. Um, 
he could still like he's not going to do it now because of all the. It's the same way when they said Donald Glover was going to be Spider Man, and both of them went. Uh, I'm staying the fuck away from this because racists are going to come after me for the rest of my life. Yeah, um, Donald Glover was going to be Superman, wasn't he? Spider Man. Who's supposed to be Spider Man? There was talk of him being. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking the other. He was uh, Spider Man, wasn't he? Yeah, later. The other, the black actor from Creed was going to be Superman, and that still may happen. Michael B. Jordan, but he's going to be. Now they're saying it might be because there actually is another Johnny Blaze. Yeah, but Mm. they always reuse that anyway. Um, And the other one I watched, I think you guys might find this. Satan wants you. This is a documentary. I think this is a Canadian film. It's about the satanic panic that kind of ran in the 80s and 90s. Is it a doc? It's a doc, and Michelle remembers it. I'm I'm kind of been cold on docs for the last few years with the Netflix doc phenomenon that has kind of watered everything down and made them these huge things. I I do love satanic panic docs. Yeah, I saw you watch this, and I I did add it to my watches. I just, I don't know where you watched it. I went to the playoffs. Oh, okay. So it's like a theater thing. Okay. Um, It's brand new. I... Really, really like this a, a lot. Uh, I do. It's about this book, Michelle Remembers, that was released in at like eighty or eighty one, and it was all about this psychiatrist that supposedly brought up these uh, these real uh, memories from her where she was in this satanic cult, hey, giving as a birth child. to like uh, demons and shit like that. Was well, that her? No, it wasn't giving birth, but they were like killing children in front of her and torturing her and doing all these things for Satan. But didn't all that. Not yeah. actually happen, isn't that? So that's where it goes, right? Yeah. Like that, and and but it bred all of this insane mm-hmm. shit that's going on, and then you go to now where the same fucking shit is happening with flat earthers and QAnon people and all these other conspiracy mm-hmm. shit. Hmm. That when you go, ba- conspiracies are fun, right? Yeah. They're fun until you like start <laughs> believing in it. Like, and that's, these ruin people's lives. Uh, like, yeah, that's where it goes down. Like, like apparently, they're the, the whole one with uh, with the sound of thunder, and that they're stealing um, uh, blood from children, right? Fear or some shit. I guess like they're actually calling up because they say, "Is it Leon's or not Leon's?" It's one of these like um, furniture stores that they they say they're shipping the kids in like the containers damn it. in the uh, in the the boardwalk what are those things called those big um closets things armoires yeah. armoires um they're saying they're shipping them in them so they're like calling and harassing the they people go in the armoires to the boudoirs yeah uh, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway uh, yeah uh, like honestly the, so you're so all of these people that debunked all this shit as they're watching you can see how dejected they are cuz it's like we did all this work to educate the population and and we we they won in the end yeah. right and they're like we it was for nothing where well, we tried because people are so fucking terrible it's usually the just thrown out there a lot of this is the Catholic people that start all this shit right like same thing with the weed, the weed and the uh, yeah, yeah, witch yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the witch burn. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> I, I could see uh, it's shot, and, and yeah. they do some sequences that there's a tone. I, I, I had one misgiving. I think they fucked up the tone. They shouldn't have done the, the scary tone for when they were showing what didn't happen, uh, which they do. They yeah. should have done the scary tone. When it was happening. Yeah. When... Show it off the, the after and then turn it yeah. on its head. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought there was a missed opportunity to kind of turn it on its head, like you said, mm-hmm. and make this about how so many people just become rubes from this, and that's the danger. Not from the demons. The mm-hmm. demons are not the danger. Mm-hmm. The danger is human beings, as always. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give it... 
seven seven point five. Uh, yeah, really really sh- strong duck. Check it out. I had a bunch more, but I'm just gonna end on two more because I could go on forever. Um, I will say I was kind of I've been kind of on a late '90s, early 2000s kick, so I did do Urban Legends too. Um, it sucked, and I know what you did last summer. It still sucks too. Uh, um, I know what you did last summer. Still sucks. Yeah. So I know what you did last summer. I probably talked about it on the pod. Is the the beacon moment for me? Tr- like, why the fuck should I go see horror movies? Yeah, like, yeah. I was hoping because I've been kind of digging like Urban Legend, Valentine, and even the first Scream. Maybe not so much the sequels, but uh, yeah, those ones did. Where Jennifer Love, who he was like. What do you want from me? That scene is so bad and cringe. I just feel but bad. But people for her. love that scene. Yeah, it's so bad though. Like the way she does it, it's so bad. Anyways, I'm not gonna. So I'm not gonna talk about those yeah, two. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about a bunch of ones that I like because they may make the top 100. But I'm gonna talk about two because I don't know if these will make it because I don't know if you guys are gonna watch these. Um. So when a stranger calls 2006. Oh, this is a remake. This is the remake they did, directed by Simon West, who did like Con Air and yeah. Tomb Raider. Expendables 2, which I think is the best of those. I don't think that that series is that good, which should be my thing. Stars Camilla Bell. Uh, this is a film I feel is kind of underrated because I feel like everyone shits on this film because it doesn't have enough kills. Um, I will say the the opening, the first bit, like all the teen drama, I don't like. It is kind of bad. It might take That might be what takes you out of it and you might not be to get back. But I do think so. When a Stranger Calls, the best part of that movie is the, the opening five minutes. Everyone loves that. And then they don't like because it goes off into this other thing. Or it's sorry, The original the, or this The one? original, When a Stranger Calls, the first 20 minutes are the great part. This takes that first 20 minutes and says, we're going to do that for the whole film. Right. And I think that's a, a smart idea. So this woman, this girl, is uh, she has to go babysit this house. It's a rich house. The house is the third character. You have her, you have the killer, and you have the house. It's very cool looking. Glass design. There's like an indoor greenhouse, automatic lights, a guest house. There's so much cool stuff with this house. And I think that's why I like this film. Um, But yeah, there's just some great stock and chase scenes to the house. I thought like a lot of it's effective. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess this movie did three times its budget. I don't know why I did that. I guess they had a plan. I've never, never seen happened. this. Have you seen this? The When Stranger Calls uh, remake, Maddie? No, not the remake. No. Yeah, I'm going to, again, some of that teen drama at the beginning, that first 20 minutes, it takes a bit to get. But even, actually, even before it gets to that, there is an opening and like, it's like a carnival going, but you just hear the calls of this guy just keep on calling this kid and, you know, what do you want? Just leave me alone. And then you just hear the door open and all the, people getting murdered and the cop going in you don't show any of it but you, you can just, just tell by everyone's reaction some this guy fucked up these like these kids are murdered brutally mm-hmm. um so i don't know i think there's some cool like i think it's kind of scary We're and checking out like they set up that this killer is dangerous we just know he murdered brutally a bunch of mm-hmm. young kids so you know he's I don't know. I, I think there's some some stuff here. I'm going to give it six and a half because I think some of that teen drama takes you up. But I feel like this is one very underrated. I don't think this one gets enough love. And I, I think it's better than a lot of the other slashers that were coming mm. out at that time. I think there there's some cool stuff in there. The only other one I want to quickly talk about is Child's Play 2 from 1990 because I don't know if you guys are going to check this out. And I again, think... I, I feel it's kind of underrated. Is it the one and it ends up... In the um, amusement park? No. Toy Factory. Toy no, Factory. The, the amusement park is part three. That one sucks. Yeah. So this one takes place right after the first film. And I think they do a good job because it's like, how do you make a sequel to that film? Mm-hmm. You have the mom and the cop and the kid. Now they've seen this doll exist. They've killed it and burnt it, destroyed it. But I think this film works. So the toy company, 
gets the doll because they want to like look into you know did it malfunction is it their fault mm. um so they kind of clean it up and they're going to do some testing on it and that's when it escapes uh he escapes i should say and then they do stuff too with the kid well the mother is institutionalized because she has it's, believed this yeah she she's backing up the, his story about the killer doll um so then he ends up going to a foster home and the parents are Jennifer got a gutter who I really enjoy from American Werewolf in London. She's yeah. the, the the nurse and that. And then the dad is Garrett Graham from Terror Vision, oh, used awesome. cars. Uh, and then you have Christina Lee's, um, who I just I think she did nine hundred two and stuff. I thought she was Canadian. I don't know, but she's also in the foster home. So they do a good job of like making this sequel work in a movie that really shouldn't have shouldn't. And then like it, it's a lot of like now shit starts happening, and they think is it this troubled kid is he fucked in the head now? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like this movie quite a bit. And I, I feel like it's kind of underrated because I think everyone says, ah, Chucky Child's play, those movies suck. Right. I've mm-hmm. talked about it. I think the first one is fucking incredible. This one doesn't hit the hot at that high, but I do think when you get to the, the last 20 minutes in the Toy Factory, all that is yeah. fucking great, man. There's great deaths. And it's like, there's so many great tense chase scenes and like they kill him, but he's still alive. They kill him, but he's still alive. They keep on doing, like, by the end, man, this doll is fucking burnt, melted. melted. There's arms yeah. d- and legs sticking out of it. It, Yeah, that last 20 minutes, man, is as good as anything in any slasher. I'm going to give this 7.5 out of 10. Oh, awesome. Uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think again, the rest of the films, I, I don't don't really work for me, but I think those first two are as is, is good as hmm. some of the best stuff out there. I, I think they're totally underrated because I think the series kind of became a joke and you yeah, know, killer doll. That sounds stupid. Again, well, I think this well, does a okay. good job. Of it really it did a good job of like ruining itself with like the seat of Chucky. Oh, and I, I agree. I agree. And... I, again, I think like this one makes it work. I think mm-hmm. when you get to the third and fourth, it kind of gets silly how they're see. Ch- going Child's Play is so I'm going to watch probably this week. Uh, but uh, I haven't seen for just a million years. So what are you going to give this one? So I gave it seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about for today. All right, Maddie, you good? Uh, let's, let's get into it, guys. That was yeah. a big. That's got to be yeah. the longest. Yeah. we've been watching section ever, and this might be the shortest. Yeah. Discussion of the main yes. film that we've ever done. Um, it's late. It's we've filmed this fucking record this twice now. Um, yeah. Let's throw up the trailer. Here is Warlock Three: The End of Innocence from 1999. <laughs> Beats a little scared now and then. I see endorphins flowing. For Chris Miller and her college friends, a newly found inheritance. A house has been in my family for hundreds of years. So it's like what? Totally empty? Why don't you come with me? It'll be an adventure. Will be the blowout they've been waiting for. Place kind of rocks, don't you think? So have fun while you can. Only now. Hello. My name is Philip Cummings. It's an uninvited stranger that will be the life of the party. I get a bad vibe. You get a bad vibe watching cartoons. He will promise them everything. You love her, don't you? I could help you win her. But give them what they least expect. Look what Philip gave me. You know, we always wanted one of these. (laughs) Get ready to pray for survival. His soul is he. And as it burns, he'll belong to me. 
he's not what he sees. I think he's a witch, Chris. A warlock. Warlocks work their spells with the aid of a personal item from their victim. Fight for your life and never give up. Do you give up to me, friends? Your soul. What do you want? You. College student inherits a derelict house, and soon after, her and her friends are preyed upon by a powerful warlock who is on a quest to unleash the ultimate satanic evil. Yes, we're talking about Warlock 3, The End of Innocence, 1999. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so, hypothetically, if you inherit a house, you're pretty much cursed, right? Like that's. I think how that's how, especially if you're like... What? This house exists? Yeah, you had a great aunt uncle from the old country. It's now yours. You had a family from the 1600s that somehow connected to you. Sure. I actually, I don't think she was inheriting this house. I think the uh, the historical side said, like, if you want, yes, you can want go anything. pick up all your I thought it was going to be them checking out the antiques, and we didn't even get any of that. There should have been some well, the of that. the house was empty, That's right? what she says. Yeah. She She's searching around the house, and there's nothing there, there to look there was, at. There was, like, a table, and, like, there was some stuff, right? Because they have a whole... But there was barely anything. Yeah. That was the, the thing. It was like, Then it's like, get the fuck here. out of there. <laughs> I guess the storm traps them, right? Uh, directed by Eric Freiser... Who cares? These people didn't do anything. Um, (laughs) Stars Bruce Payne replaces. So Julian Sands, I guess, wants too much money. This is a made. This is straight to video flick. I think Bruce Payne's pretty good in this. I actually Mm -hmm. do as well. I was surprised because I'm like, I kind of like him in this, and everyone's gonna think I'm crazy, just like part two. But then I looked up, and most reviewers, the high point for them was him. The difference between him and Julian Sands is he feels like a human being. Julian Sands feels like a fucking alien. Yeah. yeah, like you well, feel like a demon. I, I do yes. feel like these are two different warlock characters. Like, I actually and two completely different films. Like those yes. films. In all, all fairness, if you said this movie was filmed under the thing called like a the, the cursed house, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, we're calling it Warlock Three because Warlock makes money. Like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, he's a warlock. Like still. Warlock One and Two is a warlock going around. Crazy sequences happen. It's a road trip movie yeah. with a warlock. Both Whereas of them. this film is all takes place in one house, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. Dr. Warlock. He's a psychiatrist and he's going around getting inside the inner workings of their head and then using that against them, right? Mm -hmm. It was kind of this weird, like you you were waiting for the warlock should happen and sure, he does free someone Mm -hmm. and shatters them. But like, you're not getting those warlock crazy... Which was not a bad... uh, uh, That might have been one of the better sequences in this. But there wasn't those crazy sequences I was waiting for that you had in the... Like, I didn't love the first two films, but every like 15 minutes you were getting like, oh, that was a cool sequence. Uh, that was a crazy thing. Um, the acting in this, we have Ashley Lawrence, probably most famous for the Hellraiser films. And mm-hmm. For the most part, I don't know what else she did. I think some other horror stuff. Yeah. Some other people that I didn't recognize and didn't do much. Yeah. She's not that good in this. None of the cast no. is really that good. This is so late 90s. It is so the late score. 90s. Can we talk about the score and those I, rock it, tunes? It, it, right yeah. from the, right the introduction, I'm like, Adam's going to hate this because they're going through each door and each door, they're kind of playing like a different music for each person. Yeah, it had like that industrial uh, oh, metal. Yeah. And, and here's then the thing. it went to like the uh, the, uh, the little fair Starbucks CD. And I like how you that. can hear... Uh, 
the next door neighbors in that sequence, yeah. but you can't hear in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? The door yeah. can let sound go up more than the fucking oh, man. concrete walls. So the, the casting issue of it, Ashley Lawrence is this artist. She inherits this house. Um, she's getting these weird flashbacks. Uh, and we didn't even mention you open up in like the 1600s, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's this woman running with her child. Terrible The warlock sequence. comes, grabs the child, runs off in his horse something. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we got, the, we got Ashley Lawrence as an artist. She's inherited this house. She's got her, her, her boyfriend who is this kind of Wall Street broker guy, I guess, he wants or something, to be. wants to be. Um, you have her fr- longtime friend who's secretly in love with her, and then you have her good witch friend, and then the kinky couple who's into like all kind of S&M yeah. sex, and you get a lot of that in there. Um, and they all, she's going to go check out this house, and they all end up going there to help her. Um, then the warlock appears. There's another um historian that appears and disappears pretty like quickly in the movie like five minutes it kind of that she is yeah like that was i thought that was gonna turn into something too no. it's like oh you're gonna get some history like but it's just people uh, telling you everything yep. and, yeah it sucks i will be sur- I, i'm kind of surprised that this film i guess the whole focus on this one is in this house the warlock was abducting and murdering children right yep I'm surprised they went that angle after the incident of the the first, like, there was that true crime oh, we yeah. talked about where those people did, based on that yeah. film, they took a kid, so I'm surprised they would, out of all the Warlock things that they're going to take from those previous films, they would take that. I, I thought that was That's kind of a, a bold choice, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know, this, this film was just Filmed this in Roger Corman's uh, Ireland yeah. uh, production. Oh, was it? Which is kind of crazy, Roger Corman was like, Ireland, that's yeah. where we'll make movies. <laughs> Maybe it was cheaper. It's probably cheaper than... He, he probably found the cheapest place to make movies that makes Maybe he sense. owns like He's a like, house yep, there or sense. something or someone, one of his buddy that he could borrow the he house. He bought John Houston's house yeah. and just yeah, like yeah. fucking lived it up. I don't know. Like I was just waiting for shit to happen in this and it's just this guy fucking with her head. I don't even think the payoff is that great to all that. No. The whole payoff is to get the friends to like sell her out. <laughs> I did like the fact that he just pretty much tortured everybody till like they had to like no choice but to like yeah of course yeah. like please stop tearing my ears off yeah or, like, the, the, there's almost like a good one with the the boyfriend who's on fire and yeah. then it's yeah. like He's I'm sorry I'm giving you up yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, of course they would like if you torture anybody they're gonna I, do whatever you want yeah, I didn't understand she's seeing like ghostly images of this child, child. isn't the ch- spoiler but who the fuck isn't the child her yeah. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Or, no. Or maybe, like, her great-grandmother? Grand, no, it's like, her. It's supposed to be her. Oh, okay. Because uh, you... See, that shows... I This movie... Doesn't make it's any sense. It's flawed. I, and then <laughs> there's this like, doll, too. They're doing these flashbacks. And, like, there's near the end, she pulls... What it, why is that doll? She chips through the yeah. doll, pulls it out. Doesn't... You can tell by her face. She doesn't even know what the fuck the doll is. But he's like... Oh, the talisman! You are the talisman. But then he good goes. You don't know how to use the power. He pretty much tells her he that this is a weapon against me. Dunked in a bunch of liquid diarrhea, and and yeah. he's, he's now diarrhea. And then he man. becomes and he's like, "Oh, you don't know the power." Though he starts talking all deep and like. That's when he kind of uh, sucks. He does, he can't really pull it. Julian Sands might have been able to do that because he's just so fucking weird. This I I meant doesn't he turn in like in, doesn't doesn't he turn into like some goatman at the end? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck Actually, is going on? I that like was that cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That yeah, was yeah, cool, yeah, but yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, yeah, where yeah. the fuck does any of this? There's come actually from? A, uh, some 
cool practical effects in this one. I will. Say. I liked. There was a flashback where like all the uh, the I guess the early pilgrims were getting tortured and whatnot, and they were like like selling out their buddy. Like yeah, yeah. of course, take her. Like that scene kind of was cool, but it was like I like the thirty r- seconds. I'm like, or, hey, which, cool. the loop scene, which also makes no sense. But which, it's kind of done bad because it's playing this shitty like night like late yeah. 90s like electronic um electronic yes. music or something it doesn't fit like that scene could have been cool but that like once i'm just like, playing i'm trying I'm laughing. Yeah. here guys this is not a good movie <laughs> yeah i again i think the concept of it like not as a world like, but i think there's an interesting idea in there somewhere uh, where this guy is in this this one location if he had started and he's slashing with their people heads. you would have been down with this because this remind me of some of these slashers. Well, yeah, yeah. if it had cool kills, I would have got something out of it. <laughs> I think, again, I think I like the idea of him getting in and fucking with their head and using it against them. Yeah. I just think it's all poorly done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's decent. I would argue, you guys are going to hate me. I think, I argue he's better than no. Julian Sands for me. You're crazy. You're crazy. And again, a lot of horror reviewers at the time agreed with me. That was the one thing everyone kind of liked in this film. Yeah. I don't think people liked Julian Sands, at least then. Sure, maybe now he's got this cult following, but a lot of the reviews that no, I read, Julian Sands has got like a. He was not a a loved actor like Nicolas Cage is not a loved actor, right? Like, and yeah. now everyone's kind of reassessing, be like, he just fucking wrote his own script. Mm-hmm. I like that about both the movies. He's all, he was the highlight of both of those movies. See, I didn't like him in both the movies, and I like Bruce Payne in this because he plays like a more menacing guy. Like yeah. he's straightforward. He seems dangerous. I just thought Julian Sands never had much of a presence for me. Well, Julian oh, Sands, okay. he yeah. definitely did. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy to me as well. For me, like I can see there's a reason Julian Sands didn't become the next, you know, Robert England or whatever, right? Like, if but he's he was not a so horror great. guy. He was like a uh, he was. A but he would have been if he had actor. any presence in those films, right? Like Robert England wasn't either. Robert England was a fucking stage actor too. Yeah, but none of these did, movies like, are nightmare either. Yeah. Yeah, like nightmare is a. I, I'm not, still I, the, I, yeah, I don't I love know. Nightmare on Elm Elm Street, uh, and, but and, there is something special. The, the idea is fucking genius. Yeah, Warlock is just another witch story. Yeah, I just think Robert England has a presence, though, right? Like whether you like those films, not even the shitty sequels. You know, they get into and you know, it becomes very comedic. He's the star it's of those shows. Just a better movie, to, like a movie role. Like mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do with these. Like I've seen Julian Sands in a bunch of other movies, like. Gothic, he's way better than he is in these movies. Mm. Gothic is a way better movie than these movies. So, like, I, th- I, I, he's a guy, weird guy. He, like, started as a kind of pretty boy. Then just became too kind of weird looking to be a pretty boy. So he became a weird boy. <laughs> and and I think he was just like a guy that didn't buy into all the shit and made a bunch of money and just did whatever the fuck he wanted to. Mm. That's the reason why he's not in this movie. They wanted him. He was like, this is my price. Don't pay my price. I'm not going to be in your mm. fucking movie. Yeah, I don't. I just watching Warlock one and two. I wasn't like, give me what. What else has Julian Sands done? Where you know, if there's some shitty movie like that Killing Spree movie I talked about. I want to see what more that asbestos, whatever that he's got this crazy name. I want to see what else that guy did. Right. He gave me a performance that just fucking was memorable. I don't think that either. Like he's the highlight of, bo- of both those movies for me. But I also Richard Grant in the first one. Like he's the, great. Yeah, the yeah. two of them guys. Can- yeah, like I, I love Richard Grant, but again, like yeah, would I, I like him. Movie, would I say Richard Grant? Like that's the performance to watch Richard Grant in? No, uh, maybe. No, For what, you, what, 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 he was in the uh, with uh, Nail and I. Yeah, 
at Actually, the same time. L.A. Starry was really good in too. He's, he, uh, Hudson Hawk, he was good. Yeah, dude. Okay, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. Hudson Hawk, that's totally. I know. I, 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 I actually, I might be the only person I know that likes Hudson, Hudson Hawk. But I've never seen Hudson Hawk. Neither that, here that nor is there. An oddity. Or, that's not. Well, that is. An I've seen Hudson Hawk on TV, TBS. Yeah, it, the, the movie's it's, insane. It's crazy. Yeah, especially if you're expecting a standard Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, I, I actually have nothing more to, yeah, to say I. about yeah. this movie. There's not much to it. Um, it, it it has that cheap look to it too. There's so, not much atmosphere. Uh, we'll give it our ratings, and then what are we going to rank the series? Okay. I'm going to give this one a three point five. I'm going to go four point five. I'm going to go four point five too, just because I did like the guy, and I I think there's an interesting idea. There's in there. something. I think you could take this script, make it your own thing, and there's there could be something mm. there. That's not the movie that we watched though, so I'm I'm still three point five. Ranking for me is one two three. Yeah. I'm going two, one, three. So weird. Again, we talked about it. The most, yeah. the best sequences yeah, hey, are in hey. two, though. I just like everything. Do you else not? About do you those. disagree that the best sequences are in two? Uh. There's no way you think the sequences in one top the ones in two. I the scene in the, the barn. fun house in the barn two sequence. Yeah, it's the same. The, the the fun house, the yeah, fucking you, you birthing. Might, you might be right on that. And the uh, the Picasso. That is such a short period of yeah, that movie. Yeah, like I, I agree with you. But actually. both but both movies. Let's be honest, the story. You're not but, watching it for no, anything but else. honestly, <laughs> like Warlock, the first one, I was along for the ride. Okay, yeah, I said I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I again, I could watch Warlock. Someone says in 20 years, like someone let's starts- watch Warlock. Yeah. Okay. Warlock two or three. I'm never nah. watching those fucking movies again for nah. the rest of my I th- life. I think I would watch two before. Then. I might watch one of those sequences to be look at some of the practical effects or something. But like, I don't even love those sequences. It's just more memorable. I'm gonna remember that burst scene and that Picasso scene. I bet I won't remember. I'm gonna remember any of that shit. I, if we're doing top 100 kills, those two. Really? But the Picasso one is great. Of all time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nah. Yeah, none of these movies have a top hundred kill of all I, time. I think they're they're great. Top one hundred? Oh no. Wow. You could probably get like fifty out of the Friday the thirteenth series, right? Uh I don't I, even I would have a yeah. a few of those. Oh, I would have a few, but it, yeah, hundred is a lot. I, I think it's one of those things you think about it just like Sasher when you Allos uh, uh, would just destroy uh, like that list. Yeah, I, I, the, these don't like for me. The graveyard scene is more memorable than that, or the barn yeah, scene. Yeah, the like I'll remember cool. those things. I remember the graveyard scene. What's the barnyard scene you guys tell me where the guy bleeds? No, they 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 paint the uh, the upside down star in the barn. It's like and they yeah, kind of go happens? inside. Like he has he's flying now, so he has to, like hit him with the thing inside the barn. Oh, that sucks. Where he flies out and he throws the weather. Thing? No, no, in, inside the actual barn itself. In, so yeah. he takes a whip and closes the window. So it's just him uh, and yeah, the I don't barn. That scene. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, man, I, I get uh, it. I get I, it. Yeah, I don't think any of those compare to <laughs> a they're, girl they're, giving they're, fucking they're, birth. For me, <laughs> the first movie is at least like somewhat capable of telling a story, and then I less that lessens, and that for me is just like I, individual scenes often don't matter that much to me unless they're an amazing sequence. I think that's I don't know. I don't know if there him. is honestly in any of these uh, that I would say there's an amazing sequence. Hmm. I don't know. I think that birthing scene is pretty fucking insane, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you like the uh, in the. It's literally a woman is walking. She's normal. All of a sudden, this fucking her stomach grows during a lunar eclipse, and then a, a creature bursts out, I'm, which becomes a growing man, a naked growing Julian Sands. Like it's pretty crazy. I think there's, <laughs> a, grim, like a, great, I think there's like, a grim episode that does that. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Grim probably ripped it off this then. I, I'm, I'm yeah. kidding, but like, oh. there's probably a Grim episode that yeah. does that. Of course they would, but like, yeah. it's not that great. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you, Maddie. I am so sorry for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I watched them. I gonna say I, I vouch for part one, and I stand by that vouch. There's uh, a lot of people that yeah. that do that. Like that that. Uh, there's been a couple conversations I've well, had. Well, I think there's people that like all three of these. Like, there is a fan base for the whole Oh, we didn't talk about He's series. the guy from Passenger 57 who's like, hey, Yeah, Bruce Payne, yeah. How do you like your steak? Bloody. He oh, yeah, he's head. fun in that. Yeah. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, that's uh, why I was bringing Passenger 57 uh, back. Hijack. Yeah, it was the last time you watched Passenger 57. I just bought yeah. it. I'm really excited to read. I like Passenger That's what put yeah. Wesley Snipes on the map yeah. for like. Well, White Man Can't Jump. 90s action movies. I guess into the action scene. Yeah. Like, he was doing like, uh, yeah, gangster movies wild, and stuff. But I think that was one where like this guy's an action star, and then mm-hmm. he did a bunch. Demolition and, Man, yeah. U.S. Marshals, U.S. Marshals, Terminal Velocity, uh, Art, of, <laughs> Art of War, and what's that other one? Blade. Uh, Blade. Blade. Yeah, he was in Blade. Blade. Was he the first black superhero like on screen? Well, I think Blade is well, one no, of the I, best. I, I guess comic I still think Blade yeah. One and Two are better than most <laughs> Meteor comic Man. Movies. Leonard Six with is an uh, a Meteor Man. Uh, Richard, uh, no, uh, Robert Townsend. Townsend. He's in the new season of The Bear. What? And he's so good. I talked about The Bear in the other episode. Yeah. Robert Townsend, Meteor Man. We need to do like superhero films outside of like the Marvel DC. Yeah. I guess Blade is Marvel, yeah. but it's kind of its own thing. Let's give it like five years to. Like, <laughs> I want to do like the Shadow Rocketeer, Pike oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Meteor Man. I just bought the Spirit on Blu-ray, so the I, spirit, I, I uh, no, man. not not the Spirit. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> refuse to do that. Have you seen the Spirit? I haven't. I just bought it. That is, I'm not even joking. One of the worst movies of all time for me. It's Frank Miller's first directed one. I was no, I was so pumped to see that. I hated everything about that movie never seen that oh, it is one of the worst movies of all time anyways yeah maybe we should watch it just all right to tear apart. so this has been our warlock <laughs> yeah we're at movie city maniacs on instagram you can email us at movie city maniacs at gmail.com yeah send us your hate at uh, movie city maniacs Facebook we're sorry warlock fans yeah hey, ma'am. we're good guys that, that being said it's okay every movie's not u- going to be we for usually everyone, right? uh, like the, the, we don't like and and hate the same things. I don't know what's going on the last little while. There's usually, yeah, there's usually, to be fair though, this is kind of when we all threw on cold turkey, right? Like usually one of us is like, I really like these, we're going to watch them. Like we were, we've been addicted to heroin for years and then we've just gone off of that and yeah. the first thing we watched is Warlock, the series. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're gonna get. We're gonna go back onto the drugs for the slasher. He made like a. He made like a Keith Richard guitar move there. Kyle did. <laughs> it was yeah, supposed to be me injecting a needle into my oh, oh. arm. <laughs> it, it looked like you were be like. I, well, I kind of stopped halfway. I thought you were making sympathy for the devil there for a second. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. Top one hundred. Uh, I'll make sure I get drunk and uh, and and oh you know, yeah, for that get smashed. It's be that. Great. So we'll see. It could go either way. I could be angry, drunk, or happy. Yeah, drunk. I'm. I'm no longer gonna big... criticize slasher movies. Uh, I'm giving myself one an episode. <laughs> one an episode for yeah, slashers. We'll, we'll try to keep it like light. Fun. If you don't like fun. it, then you'll kind of maybe one. not talk about. So I get one an episode. You get okay. one episode. You get one episode. Deal. All right. Deal. All right. All right, guys. Stay Let's... scared. Yeah. So